so I think I've just been, you know, doing bits and pieces here and there. I'm back as I was off last week, mm. so I'm, I'm, I'm now, now I'm back, back again. Um, and mm. just, you know, Adam's back. Getting set up, getting stuff going. But yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been alright. Um, trying to think if I've done anything actually interesting. Um, I don't. <laughs> I, don't I, I, I was I, thinking yeah. about that. Actually. There's a card that's sort of about that, which I'm sure we'll get to, which is mm. like. The, the the idea of that it's been kind of like wet and it's just mm. been mostly being indoors and doing indoors yeah. things and even when you're like doing getting stuff done it doesn't really feel like you're doing that much stuff and when you're not doing stuff it feels like the sort of same kind of thing absolutely that's one of those things I think it's the the mammalian uh, hibernation instinct creates yeah. a form of like yeah. inertia and and... I think what the, there was the the point at which in the last couple of weeks the um it stopped being like unseasonably warm and started just being very cold yeah it was basically the point at which i stopped being able to easily wake up at like six in the morning <laughs> yeah and also when it's just yeah. completely dark and completely yeah. cold that's definitely a thing yeah. yeah and i just i just I, I i snapped into like just like extremely groggy mornings every morning and i was like because i think one thing that i've been trying to do is not like there's definitely a tendency that i have and i think you know a lot of folk have to be like I'm going to be like a machine and I'm going to re- rigorously regiment my, I'm going to do stuff and not have a care for any situation or circumstance really, uh, you know, the, the, what the weather might be and what the entirety yeah, of the, the season like, might be. Yeah, it's like wake up and dive yeah. into a pool of cold, yeah. in, into, a, into a frozen <coughs> lake and then get yeah. in the sauna and then check your analytics. Exactly, whatever, right? yeah. Whereas actually I think what I need to be able to do is say, in the summer, I can get up early. Mm. Uh, in the winter, I can't. Really. In the winter, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's biologically, it's yeah. not uh, an evolutionary like imperative to get up early in, when it's dark in the winter. Yeah. Just about the the earliest. The, I, can, I get up the earliest I can manage. I've discovered a nice setting on my um my the the, the smart bulbs. That oh I can yeah, do yeah, to get them to uh, like turn on slowly. So relative that to right. sunrise. The own. So I have never been yeah. interested in the idea of mm. smart bulbs. Yeah. So I don't really like that sort of thing. Yeah. However, the only usage I've ever seen for it is <clears throat> when my flatmate at the time got one of that's five years ago, mm. just specifically for that. Yeah. I, like he was like, yeah, I yeah. don't like the smart bulbs, but I do just mm. have it programmed to come on at a yeah. certain time every day. Exactly. It, it's basically yeah. like it's not a smart bulb. It's an alarm clock. It just happens no, to no. slot into the yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the bulb yeah. uh, thing. Because well, I use. I used to have a. I used to have. I, mean, I still do. It's just I don't have it anymore. My girlfriend has it now. Um, mm. Is is it was one of those like alarm clocks that sort of slowly, you know, when you when you, you you know set your alarm or whatever, and it it can do sounds, but the key thing that it does is sort of simulate a sunrise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas I've I've That's now I've got that set up on my smart bulbs, but it does it with. Um, it, it, it actually does it for. I can do it relative to local sunrise time, mm. which is really nice. So. I'm currently. So it puts it like yeah. an hour back or something. Yeah. Is so, that what it does? Uh, no, no. I mean, I'm just it doing just it. Because you jet lag. <laughs> yeah, well, no. I'm basically doing it to try and wake myself up at sunrise time because I like. Oh, having, right, right. I like right. having blackout curtains yeah. to sleep because there's people outside. But that means right. I can't get you, the so sunrise you don't, effect. You don't want so the, so, yeah. the, the bright light that comes on that makes you think it's nuclear war. Yeah. You exactly. don't want that. Yeah, going yeah, yeah, exactly. But you do want the normal sun. I do want sun. to be able to wake you up. Want, you want as one sun on the sunset as Roger Waters, whoever would say it. It's either Dave Gilmore or Roger Waters. I think it's Roger Waters. Yeah, anyway. exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've been simulating that, and that's been that's been quite nice. I don't know. I've been. I've also because some things have moved. This is Adam's admin hour. My mm. driving lessons have now moved to uh, seven to nine on Fridays. I'm yet to actually have one at that time, but that's theoretically my new the regular slot, is slot now, which yeah. means that they're outside of work hours and the run of like very busy sessions that I had as part of the. Uh, social enterprise incubator that I'm a part of for Seagull mm. has has sort of like come to an end so now we're doing slightly shorter sessions which means that basically the 
uh, I'd been running myself ragged doing like quite a lot. Well, I'm not running myself ragged. I've been mm. all right, but like, mm. I've been doing longer days. And now I can like compress my days back down again because I'm no longer displacing lots of time from yeah, other places yeah, yeah, that yeah, requires yeah. that. Yeah. So I'm just I'm trying to sort of settle myself in a little bit more. Um, and plus, we're also selling in for the long run up to Christmas. Yep, Lots yep. of clients are having code freezes. Very nice. Not, I, don't, I don't have to worry about as much. It's, it's, all, it's all very like, yes, let's, when let's it's just cold, the code freezes. <laughs> yeah, the, the, you know. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, no, no. It's, uh, I've, I've definitely had that sort of that wintry kind of thing. I haven't put anything. I was, I was going to write a card that was essentially just uh, it's beginning to look a lot like it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. <laughs> it's definitely got that. It's a week until we are allowed to start being Christmassy kind yeah. of thing. I'm, I'm one of those people who on December the 1st, immediately all Christmas goes on. But yes. before then, yeah. I feel like it's like a it's like a jinxing it. If you if you go too, do you know what I mean? Oh, no, but I must say that just now walking back through the town in the dark, with all the lights on and all the people around because it's pitch black almost now at five o'clock in the evening and that does give me that feeling of it's december and you're doing christmas shopping and it's like four in the afternoon but it's pitch black and everyone's out right yeah and which is a feeling i really like yeah yeah. the 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 kind of bustling Mm. town when it's when it's dark um and the the christmas market and the smells of the various pastries and things like that very nice um so that yeah but it has also yeah it has got colder it's got darker um we still haven't had the heating on we haven't had the, the boiler on. That's nice. So that's we're still managing yeah. to. Although we, we <laughs> it's have pretty warm in here. I would I would say it doesn't. Yeah, really like, feel like... In, in, I mean, what is it? It's uh, yeah, twenty. Yeah, that's a that's a very nice temperature. Pretty, I mean, you are you are wearing. I will say very yeah. very it's very they smart. Like you've got nice yeah. jumper. The nice the nice, nice cardigan. I've got the yeah. cords on, which are very warm because they've got a corrugated higher surface area density to them um yeah no but i must say like in the the one the achilles heel of this flat is the back room which is the bedroom yeah, which is yeah. <laughs> which i've talked about a lot it's where the humidifier you know it's the layer of the humidifier um at dehumidifier and the <laughs> the layer of the, the humidifier is my favorite the, the it's a very, uh, moist, very moist area um yeah there was um yeah the the issue has been this week is it has just got to the point where it can be According to the thermostat in the central area, which is where you're meant to position a thermostat, which is often unrepresentative of the yeah. actual coldness of somewhere, the thermostat says that it's it's dropped down to about 17 indoors this week, which is tolerable, right, if you're wearing a jumper. Yeah. I'm trying not to use the heating. So 17's fine, right? I, I'm, a, I'm a 20 guy. I really like 20. Mm. 20's plenty. Every, everything should always be 20 degrees all the time, constantly everywhere, mm. right? So when it gets to that point in the summer where it's like not having a really hot day where it's mm. like 20, where it's like 29 yeah, yeah. and it's not even having a moderately hot day where it's 25 like warm I just like it when it's 20 outside and then you can have the windows open and it's fine you get a breeze but it's not like a cold breeze but it's not warm breeze Every, it should always be 20 degrees all the time um, but it's now as I say it's because it got down to 17 indoors but the problem with this flat is is that not only is that room worse insulated and exposed compared to everything else, but also it's like on a lower level than the rest of the flat because the flat's sort of on mm. a split level. Yeah. And as a result, uh, all the cold air ends up down there or just something happens. And so the other day when we went to bed, it was like 12 degrees Bloody in hell. the bedroom. Yeah. And I was like, at that point, I'm drawing the line. I'm going to get the electric heater yeah, yeah, and absolutely. run it for the like eight minutes that it requires mm. to entirely heat the room because it's mm. such a small room. So yeah, that was what... To, uh, Two two kilowatts times eight minutes, however many joules that is, and then that 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 amount of gas times like three or five, or however much more expensive it is than gas. Mm. I feel like it's better than setting all the heating to come on in the entire flat mm. for the whole day to keep everything warm. Yeah, 
because that way you're only the ideal thing is what you want like those smart motorways or mm. smart whatever yeah, yeah. where the cars are going down the motorway and then the lights follow the cars mm. right you want a situation where all your rooms are completely intolerably freezing cold until the exact uh, 15 minutes before you're going mm. to go in them and an AI works out you're about to go into that room and heats it all up really quickly and then you go in there and it's nice and toasty mm. and then as soon as you leave it it goes cold again it dumps all the heat into yeah. another room, ideally. You can <laughs> so sort of there's it lots, of, lots of heat pumps connected. Yeah, just loads of fans, It just, right? move, it just yeah. moves it all around. That it's would like, be ideal. It's like one of those Pokemon sliding block puzzles. It just moves <laughs> the heat from one room What to you really want is a hamster ball that you can yeah, go. Yeah, it is. It. It, You're it, in a little Zorb. Warm. I think Zorb will show everyone. Mm. Or yeah. maybe just wear clothes, and that yeah. that does that. Damn, I can't so, I, I'm, I'm very glad that my ancestors invented clothes. Um, or our ancestors, you could say. I was going to say, Joseph, was just like, I mean, I've been thinking on the family tree, and you go back far Do enough, you reckon it's, it's my one. Because you know how clothes. we're descended from rodents, right? Mm. Do you reckon that there were little mice with little, like, Sylvanian families thing going on? <laughs> or like the or, Taylor of Gloucester? Yeah, do you, yeah, do you reckon <laughs> that there was a little mouse with clocks on? <laughs> I was thinking, of, yeah, I was, I, I, so, so, so like, were there, were there like uh, rodent tailors who were mm. making the, because the, the... Rodent tailor does sound like the real name of a WWE wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, mm. I was, sorry, I was just thinking about what you were saying about the, the nice feeling of sort of town in the in the yeah yeah yeah, yeah. In, the, in the the, the christmas the, shopping the, feeling yeah. i was because i was i was the browsing burt's home store yes yeah trying to get something for your aunt feeling Precisely. Yeah. it's it's it's, it's going to be some sort of tap but it's burt's tat is usually useful or at least edible. yeah exactly um if it's something ceramic then it's going to last for thousands of years as well yeah so in my in my my the the, the my, my driving lesson this week which i, I appreciate that my driving lessons are, uh, are becoming a, a feature no i like others, it's interesting it's, it's, cool. it's it, I, I realized because i was I was practicing parking, so we drove out to the big Sainsbury's. It's um, like your dojo montage where you're yeah. like improving yourself. <laughs> it's like your character development, right? Because you go from being the Adam that can't drive to yeah. the Adam that can. Yeah, um, we we went out to the big Sainsbury's in Hangleton to to, to practice parking, mm-hmm. and I realised that like I really like the vibe of like a big, slightly out of town but not really, just like edge of town mm. supermarket car park. And I was like, why is that? And I was like, because it reminds me of. Being a child and sitting and being, in the car yeah, yeah, playing yeah, a Game yeah, Boy yeah, or something, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like you because I think the feeling, especially at the moment, I'm just like this feels like it's the Christmas holidays and Mum has to take us shopping, but it's yeah. the shop where we get like all the chocolates and stuff. Yeah, and I get to think she, she, she'll take me around and I get to say we want the big tin of Quality Street and the smaller tins of uh, Celebrations and Heroes because they're good but they're not quite as good. Um, and you, <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's just like it's it's just the, the, this this feeling of like. Yeah, that actually, Just, one know. of the great things that Christmas does is it turns the general feeling of errand running and busy work into preparation for a fun festivity, yes. yeah. which is generally not what you think of when you think, I've got to go to the supermarket. But when it's Christmas yeah. and you've got to go to the supermarket, you're allowed to buy all sorts of things that you aren't normally well, for exactly, a treat, yeah. you know, a little a little for a treat. You know, yeah. you can buy a load of things that are unhealthy that you're yeah. not normally, you know, more booze, yeah. more, more calories, you know, just more everything. Well, it's like Mary Poppins said, a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. In this mm. case, a spoonful of sugar helps the the, the weekly shock go down because you get mm. to go around and be like, actually, yeah, I'll take 
a big tin of quality street because you're stocking up because you might yeah. not be out for a, yeah, for a week well, everyone knows you know up. you, you the, the, the supermarkets get, are get open get some you don't stock. have to go in between so yeah. go, go go along and get the stuff and yeah it's just it's a it's a I, I, I appreciate that Adam likes Christmas is not exactly a, a novel take on this This podcast. conversation is like the most we're about to yeah. turn 30 kind of conversation <laughs> you can fucking imagine. But I, I, <laughs> I, I'm realising it's, it's, it's like... I've been doing all those the, are things yeah. in life that matter. Right? Yeah, well, I, take take the mate, little things and mate, make them enjoyable. The, the, right? The point the point a few years ago, where I realised that oh no, I've gone from being like uh, you know child when brain, you were twenty one. Yeah, for fuck's sake, <laughs> child brain, which is. Uh, I like Christmas for the presents to yeah. uh, boring adult brain, which is I genuinely I get to do like. A seeing, chart yeah, yeah, yeah. For the, for the I get to plan a Christmas dinner. I genuinely just like spending time with my family. And yeah, friends. exactly. And it's like, okay, well, that's that's yeah. I'm old now, I guess. Yeah. Um, but it's nice. It's like, it's, it's, it's it is genuinely uh, the, the the most wonderful time, as they say, of the year. Hmm. Uh, do we have some? I noticed one of these cards. Is one a of these ticket. cards isn't a card. It's a ticket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it, this is a one of those like infocom things oh, nice. where it includes Excellent. a little a little prop. Oh, Excellent. Like um, now this is a this yeah. is a, me and Kat went to see that new film. Nice uh, glass out. onion, a knife. The, the yeah a knife. <laughs> it finishes there. Yeah, the number <laughs> of characters they've got in their in their CMS. Uh, yeah, we today uh, Kat's been off this week, so we nice. today we went and uh, we we're going to go and have something to eat and go and see a film. But then we were like, let's go and see a film and then have something to eat. And the film's actually quite long. And by the time it finished, it was five o'clock and we're like yeah I've got to get back to the podcast so that was the uh... I'm sorry no no it's fine no because it was one of those things where I, I yeah the review of the film I, I thought it was good mm-hmm. it's a mystery film do you have, have we talked about the other the, the, the original the, uh, the first in the series I can't remember you know because I think that would have been what 20... 2019 19, I think which... we were off for most of that year. Have you seen the film? I have seen the first film. Because I had in my mind the idea that you liked the film. I did, yeah. yeah, And and because in my mind, I imagined that Kat had told me that you liked it. And then... I asked, I said, oh, isn't, doesn't Adam like the, the film? I don't know if he's seen the, this new one. It's only just come out, so he probably hasn't. We'll talk about it on the podcast. She was like, no, I don't think Adam mentioned it at all to me. So I'm like, how do I know that you've seen the film? And I don't think you've mentioned it to me. I, I might not have done. I can't, maybe, I, maybe you yeah. literally have, because I talked about seeing the first one. <laughs> Like four weeks ago, three weeks ago, and that's how bad my memory is. I don't is. think we've spoken about it. I don't remember anyway, speaking about it recently. Somebody, but, yeah. I think, recommended mm. it to to us, and we watched the first one. And mm. I didn't even know that there was a second one coming out. That's yeah. how like not tapped in I am. <laughs> to, like, so, and I literally found out like yesterday. I was say, I was saying to Cat, oh, like l- last night, I was like, oh, the sequel to that film we watched the other week has just come out. We didn't even know there was going to be a sequel. Yeah. Do you want to go and see it tomorrow? And so we did, which is nice. It's good to just be able to do that. Um, and I don't usually go to the cinema. I think I go to the cinema about twice a year mm. these days, especially since COVID. It's just it's not something you think of doing. Yeah. Um, and they did do that thing that the Odeon does where they forget to turn the lights off for nice. like the first 10 minutes nice. of the film. And someone has to go and like run out and go down the corridor. Which Given is... how much of it is automated, you think they'd be able to automate that bit as well, you know? I guess that's just the one manual yeah, part yeah, that they yeah. haven't yet tapped into the... The projectionists have all been repurposed Didn't we the go and switches? see Star Wars and they did that? Yes. But yes. I swear <laughs> that's happened to me like, <laughs> that, like happens three times. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I like the film. It's good. I like the first one. It's quite different, um, but also quite similar. I like the conceit of it. I'm not going to talk too much about it because it's like a mystery film. You sure. don't want to spoil yeah, the mystery, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm not really one for like not ever mentioning any details or anything in case it like spoils something. Mm-hmm. I do just tend to mention all the details of something. Mm-hmm. But I think when it's mainly about there's a story with twists that yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah. But then a lot of people are like, oh, you can't mention that there's twists because then they will be giving away the twists. twists. Yeah, I know. There are twists because yeah. it's a mystery, right? Um, but yeah, it's good. I liked it. I like the the characters are good. The actors were good. The writing was fairly good. Eight out of ten. 
Nice. There you go. That's good. It's, it's, that's that's like that means it's. Well, you've good. seen the it's first one, right? Like, yeah, I, I like the first good. one. The first one was very because I I think the other week was something that I probably did mention the other week that I saw was um, see how they run, which was mm. another sort of comedy crime caper thing, mm. and that was like entirely fine. It's it also was, a Beatles. It was a real three step. <laughs> Lady Madonna. Yeah, Lady Madonna. See Glass Onion is also there you go. <laughs> Glass Onion, of course, references Lady Madonna in it because it's their reference song where they just have a bunch of bits. <laughs> it's basically Ready Player One, but for the Beatles, and it's made by the Beatles. <laughs> and it's about their fans and the way their fans were constantly. It's a great, great song, really good song. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, because uh, yeah. see how they run was like it was, it was, I, I, it was, it was very three stars, you know. Whereas I and I, I compared it, I would say it slightly unfavorably to Knives Out because I, I found Knives Out to be a much more sort of. I don't know. It just did more interesting stuff with what mm. it was going for. Mm-hmm. And it's like a smart. It's a smart. Thing. It's trying to be smart, right? Sure, yeah. yeah. But like, it was. It was. Uh, it was. It was just entirely enjoyable. I know. I know. All of my like more cineast friends, Irish Sean. I'm looking at you. Mm. Really didn't like it. Mm. Uh, put those knives right back in. IMO, I believe, was the, mm. the the line. But I know. I liked it. I don't. Admittedly, I don't go. Th- I've been to the cinema more this year than I have probably the last like three or four combined because <laughs> I got a picture house membership. And yeah. I was just like, well, let's just get you know, girlfriend and I were just like, let's go and see some things. Um, but the yeah, I don't know. I, I I enjoyed the first one. It was. I, I think the only the only thing I really remember about it was. Um, the fact that there's a there's a, a gag where they've done it's a it's a the New Yorker profile of the Daniel Craig detective. Oh it's yeah, like yeah, yeah, the yeah. New Yorker exactly, cartoon exactly, style of it. I was like, yeah. oh, that's funny. They're so putting the, in jokes the, the for new, people like me. So there's it's, a lot of things in that, like yeah. the like the the incel like right wing yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of like kid that's I mean, in the toilet yeah. or whatever. Right. Like the, the, the yeah. new the new mm. movie is mm. like has got a lot more of stuff like that. It's very sure, like topical. Yeah. Sure. Like for example, it's set during COVID and there's like a bunch of COVID jokes at the beginning. Okay. But they thankfully like. Yeah, they get rid of that mm. sort of conceit. Just it's yeah. just like a kind of thing, and I there's quite a lot of stuff in it that's more. It's very topical, actually. Mm. It's very much like uh, you know, because uh, this is not a spoiler, but like the main rich guy. Mm. I'm not going to say who gets murdered or what sure, happens, yeah, yeah, yeah. but the the main the main like rich guy, the equivalent of the like of the author guy mm. in yeah, the yeah. Uh, in the in the first mm. one is like a kind of Elon Musk figure. Right, he's got right. like a he's got like a private island sure, in, yeah. in Greece. Incidentally, the Beatles were going to buy a private island in Greece. <laughs> at some point, so another one. Um, but yeah, the the so it it seems almost like I was saying to count on the way back. Like, is this Elon Musk Twitter stuff all just guerrilla marketing for for the idea of this kind of you know slightly intolerable billionaire guy that owns a private island being like some tech billionaire? I don't know. Anyway, so I recommend yeah. the film. It's worth. It's good. Because I, I was thinking about this right because there's a there's a kind of um, I don't know who wrote it. I don't know anything about like I know it's Rian Rian Johnson right. Mm. Who did uh, like Looper and stuff? Sure, I don't know. I, I did, don't know very much about he did the middle about Star Wars film of New. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, That's the I haven't seen the yeah, third one. I've, he, I've seen the, the yeah. no. He did, one, he did the second one. Yeah, I've seen yeah, the second you, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I haven't seen the and it wasn't because that yeah. one, the one that he did put me off. Yeah, I just yeah. went off the went off we, the thing. Which is fair. The third one was crap. He did Brick. Um, he did. Is that a mystery? Yeah, it's, it's sort of like a. I can't remember. It's been a long, very long time since I saw it. It's like a detective film set at school, I think, basically, mm. or sort of like a. Yeah, it's it's, it's... like Danganronpa. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the. So yeah, I liked it, uh, but there, what was yeah? Me and Kat were talking about how there's a kind of like continuum, right? Where in in writing style, where it like. That film and the the previous one mm. definitely felt like sort of Democrat films. If sure, that makes yeah, any yeah, sense, yeah, yeah, and obviously that's because it was doing the it's doing the kind of jokes that it does. But it was very much like uh, it had that 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 like kind of good placedness of it. Mm. I, I don't know what to say about that kind of like 
Twitter, American Twitter comedian, American Democrat Twitter comedian type of writing. Sure. And there's obviously like good examples of that. And I yeah. think that those films are like good examples of yeah. where, they, where it's done fairly well. Mm. But I was, and I, and I was trying to connect it to the continuum of the other day. And it might have been, it wasn't last night, it was the night before. We were just going through our like clean up list of films that were on the like uh, films to watch at, at Halloween list, mm. which we're still going through, even though it's almost mm. like the end of November. We're still going through the like <laughs> October films list, and we have to get them out of the way before Shock-tober Christmas. To November. Exactly, Shock November. <laughs> um, and we watched the was it Cabin in the Woods, which is the Joss sure. Whedon thing. He's the 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 perhaps the er example. Well, this is what I mean, right? And I was I was thinking there's obviously a continuum where like. You know, sort of in the middle is maybe something like The Good Place. Yeah. And then on the one other end, you yeah. have like the Joss Weed. And then, yeah. but the thing is, this isn't, yeah. these are all quite clustered to, together. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. have to, I, I'd like to go quite much further away from the Joss yeah. Weed end, you, ideally. You, you, but... could, you could, you would, I, I think this is what the online people characterize as soy banter. Is that what it's I called? I believe that's the phrase. What is soy What well, Can you give an example of soy banter? Uh, so, if we were going to do some soy banter, what would it be it, about? It would be like something would, something, something dramatic would happen. There'd be an explosion or something. Mm. And then I turn to you and go, well, that happened. That's soy banter. That's soy banter. So that is just what people on podcasts do. Yeah, generally. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's difficult for me to get them. It's 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 the sort of. Uh, inability to I think when we were talking about Lord of the Rings the other day right mm-hmm. like, I think oh, I have to take that was months ago now um, it was but, but one of the things that I think I really appreciate looking at those films now when most big budget sort of splashy you know expensive well, we saw a big trailer things. for the Dungeons and Dragons film that's coming out Gosh. next year probably yeah. or, or probably maybe for Christmas yeah and it, it's definitely I forget who's in it but it's that kind of vibe yeah it's like there's a you know the Dungeons and Dragons stuff like the bear that's an owl sure there's and there's just be like stuff. an owl bear yeah yeah, yeah. like that no, sort of thing I mean, you know? have you yeah. seen the trailer I haven't that's no. literally <laughs> that like, yeah that's literally what the trailer was like <laughs> see but like it's, it's so do easy I mean? because it's like but the, it the, writes yeah, itself all you have to do is basically <laughs> just like to, it, it's John Stewart shit right it's like anytime anything happens you turn to the camera Riley and just raise an eyebrow but like the you know you, you turn that into words mm. but the reason I was sort of talking about Lord of the Rings is because it's a, you know it's probably the, the last I mean again I don't watch very many films so there probably have been loads that that that, character, that, that could meet this description but mm. the, the last sort of, more difficult to find yeah though, right? especially since the Marvel films got big yeah the big like big you know sort of films don't allow themselves to take things seriously and don't allow themselves to have real like to, to have uh, like I don't know all of the Marvel stuff like they'll they'll occasionally be very serious but then it'll immediately mm. go back to, 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 to that sort of stuff what you well, want I what I want is Gandalf yeah. explaining to Frodo that he shouldn't like wish death on Gollum just because he finds it annoying and inconvenient and he shouldn't yeah, you yeah, know yeah, he, yeah. he shouldn't lament his, his his situation just because actually you know you, you've just got to confront what you want the is reality real talk. Got. yeah exactly yeah, that's what I want I, all I want change. is real talk yeah you know because um, I, that reminds me of something I was saying about that I mean Cat's been playing this is, I guess this is this is the second card I think mm. it's the second card which is Media Month Media Month which is basically just I can't really think of that many things that I watched and played and done that were like media things sure. that uh, that would just be like I'd want to talk about just that mm. but I think in aggregate the fact that it's been very cold and wet and rainy and hasn't been much to do because it's November has meant that the last month has been quite a media heavy month for me nice. personally so I've, I'm just when it's like a roundup it's like yeah, a, yeah. And, and then uh, Kat was like oh when you talk about this you could do a thing you know you and Adam like that guy that that gamer guy that does all the here's the things I've been playing and I was like what macadamia lad who's macadamia Clint? lad not Clint sorry um 
fucking errant signal. What's oh, his name? Chris, Chris, Chris. Uh, Franklin. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Franklin, Macadamia yeah. lad. Macadamia lad, yeah. That's what me and Kat call him. I'm so- sorry, Chris. Um, anyway, yeah, so uh, that's moving on from, from Joss Whedon. Yeah, Kat's been playing the new Sonic game. Not Macadamia lad. Does Macadamia lad have Macadamia any lad. on this? Yeah. What does Macadamia lad think? Oh, dear. Um, uh, Kat's been playing the new Sonic game, and it's like surprisingly good as a Sonic game. I.e., the Sonic series had basically like three eras. The first <laughs> era was when it was just a platformer game. Mm. That's what all of the old heads say was the best thing. Mm-hmm. The second uh, one was when they tried to make it uh, a more immersive multimedia experience. When it went into 3D, they started putting cutscenes in. They started putting like adventure game elements in, uh, and it became. A lot of people thought it became a kind of a mess, especially given that. Uh, the games, the, the, the 3D games, came started coming out in the in the late 90s at a point where like games from that era don't look very flattering to modern standards. Mm. But because they came, because Sonic Adventure One at least came out on the Dreamcast, mm. it looks like a PS2 era game, which were around until the mid noughties mm. And so when you compare this 1998 looking game to something from 2005, it's a little bit like, oh, geez, this is a bad game. When really it actually came out like at the same time as like Spyro the Dragon or like yeah. Ocarina of Time. But because it looks like a PS PS2 game everyone's like geez this is a terrible game anyway um that was the second era of, of Sonic, which then ended up becoming like the Shadow the Hedgehog kind of stuff, mm. which a lot of people, you know, at, at the time when you're kind of like our age, you see those Sonic games, especially if you've never pl- really played them. This is my experience. And you think, geez, these are both four babies and also very cringe. Uh, and then there was the third era of Sonic, which was a, a, a reaction to sure. that, where they were trying to make get back to basics Just and make like the Wii make games. And yeah, stuff. yeah. So yeah. at that point, then they were trying to avoid getting too into stories. They're trying to not have cutscenes and try to not involve all the Sonic characters that people on Twitter get really weird about. They were trying to make everything like, let's just get back to basics like the original games on the Sega Mega Drive and put it, get back to the genesis of Sonic, they could say. Nice. Um, and and just have a guy running around a thing. And so then there were the third era of Sonic was the like self-aware we just, we don't, we want to be like cool again in a basic kind of way. <laughs> Sonic, Sonic blows up, Dr. Eggman's spaceship turns to the camera and then yeah. that happens. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is the thing. So that was like the second era of Sonic, right? That was the thing. Right. But although, yeah, the self-aware era, era of Sonic, it did become a bit like when there were cutscenes, they were a little bit like not content to just be like naive. And, and they, they had to be like referencing the fact that like n- nothing really matters and it's just a video game sure, kind of yeah. stuff. It was a little bit like, yeah, like not quite like fourth wall breaking, mm. but like it was in that yeah, going yeah, towards yeah. that. Um, but now I believe we've entered the fourth era of Sonic where they're going back to that second era again because now there are enough people nostalgic for the like you know the the sort of um, naivety and anime intensity of the original the 3D Sonic games and the sort of uh, very overdramatic cutscenes and the character moments and the fact there's all these different Sonic characters that you care about, right? That is now becoming a big feature, which is very interesting to see because I suppose it's just the 20-year cycle like reasserting itself, right? And we are playing this we are playing Sorry. this yeah <laughs> I just saw you screw right 420 at the yeah, time it was 1420 that, that was the time of our film that was another <laughs> thing about that film by the way is it was it started Damn, at 220 so right was the was the was the time for the film well, and we, we got when, out when, when the adverts actually finished well like, I don't know it, they weren't that long actually oh, well, right, there was okay, that Dungeons and Dragons one but it was only like maybe 10 minutes of oh, adverts right, it wasn't yeah I think it's not as bad as it used to be but yeah what was weird about that film is it felt like a 100 minute film but it was like 2 hours and 40 minutes because it was very like the pace 
pacing was very yeah they did a bunch of jumping around but mm-hmm. like they did that thing where you have a bunch of plot happening and then they just drop in like a comedy scene mm-hmm. uh, but they integrate it well enough with the plot that you don't yeah. feel like it but and then it just gives you a little breather mm-hmm. and then uh, the film worked well for a film that was a bit too long um anyway yeah Sorry. uh sonic uh yeah we, me and Kat, kat's been playing the new sonic game and it's an open world game. It's a Breath of the Wild clone, which Yo, is very weird. What? Yeah, so it's basically <laughs> Sonic, right? But you're running around. But instead of running down like a uh, like a rail, literally rail, right? Rail sort of thing. And jumping and avoiding the things. You're like traveling around this big island that's like an open world island and like unlocking keys like Breath of the Wild. Or like, you know, like all the... Yeah, it's very, very <laughs> odd. And th- th- I like the idea of doing a Sonic game but with like a Breath of the Wild conceit yeah. because those open world games are all about traveling and Sonic is all about going fast. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, why not combine the two and have like your the traveling, like the you don't want to do the fast travel because you're having fun being Sonic, right? It makes a lot of sense. It's weird that they hadn't done it before. Um, but the issue with it is that they've copied Breath of the Wild to such an extent that I don't like being the kind of person that says, oh, they copied this yeah. from that because it's obviously just inspired by or it's like just a trope that's being used yeah. and that's fine. But like there are a lot of very small details that are identical to sure. Breath of the Wild that don't need to be in the yeah. game that could just be something else. Like um, there's these little Korok lads like in Breath of the Wild, but they're like little they're like little um, clay kind of... They have like a plot reason behind them. Mm. They're like kind of... They're like clay soul. They'll be like the, the terracotta soldiers or something. Sure. But they they kind of imbue the spirits of this lost civilization that because of course, like Breath of the Wild or like a lot of these open yeah. world games, it's like a post-apocalyptic mm. thing of like a lost civilization of aliens, and you have to uncover these little potted guys that are like little koroks that do cute noises, and then you solve the problems. Anyway, yeah, there's a lot of things in it like that. Um, all the sound effects and sound design like the little sounds like when you in the menu and when you uncover and can't uncover something and it kind of does that kind of sound sure. like like that, that kind of mellow piano little yeah. riffs that they do like in breath of the world it's all over the sonic game what? um like sonic is a game the menu like the men- yeah this is what i mean right yeah it's very, very odd yeah well so so the music is i'd say quite good it's not like breath of the world style really minimal piano yeah. it's like minimal but not as focused it's not just like the, the piano thing which is a bit of a shame but it, you know don't copy Breath of the Wild, it's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the the one... Uh, actually, one good thing about the music is it's got a load of just, like, just good, like, drum and bass and trance music in it that's pretty good. And also, when you fight the bosses, there are just, like, songs. But because it's, like, reactive music, right, it will basically just be, like, you'll be on one phase of the boss and there'll be, like, some kind of, like... Uh, like I don't know what... I don't, what genre would you call it? It's, like, a kind of emo music, I guess. It's got, like, singing in, right? It's, sure. like... It's it's like kind of stuff maybe yeah it's whatever new metal is the sort of thing that you'd use in a wrestling a wrestling promo package some of them are more like that than others but like yeah last night cat was like this does sound like Jim Johnson kind of stuff it sounds like something like Miz like entrance theme kind of stuff but the cool thing about it is when you're fighting the boss the different phases of the boss battle are like coupled to different parts of the song so it will just like. If, when you're like the first stage, it'll do like a verse and it'll do like a little interlude musically and go back to the verse. And then when you get into like the, the part where you've got to like parry the attacks, it does like a bridge. And then when you get into the part where you finally get to like land some blows, it does like a chorus. Oh, cool. And then in like, you know, it does like its reaction. Ah, you know, like, oh, I've been hit, you know. And then it like sort of does the last bars of the chorus and goes back to the verse again. And it's sort of like seamlessly, it's very cool. I've, it's kind of the thing that you see, you've been seeing in games since like, what is it? Um, fucking monkey island 2 has that and the like ocarina of time mm. overworld when when you're like running around hyrule field it like assembles the the movement when you're run, when you get when you know when you're like 
yeah. towards an enemy it like makes a slightly scarier bit of music it's obviously been in like games for like 30 years but it's just interesting to hear it in the like the sonic context of sonic is a game that just has songs in sometimes yeah. and so trying to do it of a song of like reassembling the lyrics yeah, of yeah. a song it's kind of cool so yeah good good uh music and sound design but a lot of it does sound like breath of the world uh, all the menus kind of have a breath of the world vibe but like that has like a map that looks identical to breath of the world sonic has a like, shaker slate yeah, like. <laughs> well yeah so there's a lot of like cyber kind of it, it, it has that aesthetic of, of like ancient cyber tron sure, yeah. but but like tron but ruins mm. Which, which to be fair, like Twilight Princess had, yeah, yeah, so yeah, that yeah. was like a pre Breath of the Wild thing. But it's definitely like a, I, I associate it with like Zelda or like with that kind of naughty game thing, which is weird that those games are really old now. But yeah, um, overall pretty good. And the thing that I noticed that I thought was good about it was that, unlike most Sonic games, that the ones that have cutscenes, the cutscenes. Uh, generally in Sonic games are just like whoa that was crazy oh Dr. Eggman's got the crystals we need to chase him come on <laughs> you know, like pretty much right that's what they're like and so and then they might have like some actual shit like where you know someone has like a story like, like for example in Sonic Adventure there's like Tails has his like I'm living in the shadow of Sonic and I have to like you know do something for myself and then it's like character moment or whatever but it's all just kind of like it's, it's quite linear and when you end up with a game where it's like uh, an open world exploration type of game most of the conceit of all of the uh, cutscenes is you're walking around and then you get enough keys to unlock a new cutscene and then you get to like talk to Amy Rose or to talk to Knuckles or whatever for like a minute or two and you get like another little drip feed of content which means that most of the cutscenes in the game are just like yo what's up vibe check how are you feeling and then Amy's like yeah Sonic I really I really just feel like this place has like a really solemn vibe. Like I've been looking around and it just seems like it has. And Sonic's like, yeah, I'm getting that vibe too. And so you have all these like Sonic characters who are all just like exchanging like emotional notes on the kind of vibe of the place that they're in, (laughs) in a kind of like very ambient way where there isn't much like motivation within the cutscenes. It's just like a bunch of people just like hanging out and like, yeah, I wonder how we're going to escape from this weird ancient cyberspace island world thing. So yeah, very odd. Um, But, the thing I'm actually the first thing I was going to say about this entire game was that it made me realize that what I actually care about in a game the game the game has to have some sort of if it's a plot type of game the plot can be any old shit mm. but it has to have like character moments where people have some real talk right I was thinking like why do I actually like Final Fantasy 7 even though in a lot of ways like technically and uh, thematically it's quite weak mm. and it's just because like despite the quite odd story and like weird like disordered uh, jumping from plot thread to plot thread, mm. including a bit where you have to get up onto a military base by jumping on top of a dolphin that takes you up there and just <laughs> shit like that, right? That coupled with like characters dying and people being like betrayed and stuff. Mm. The reason it works is because there's like a bunch of character moments where people do some real talk and talk yeah. about their feelings. And so when you get Sonic and Tails talking about their feelings, you know, in a little cutscene, even if the game's stupid, if yeah. you've got two characters talk, doing some real talk, I will like your game. That's Turns out, yeah. that isn't what I used to be like when I was younger. I used to be one of those people that didn't like cutscenes or story. I, li- I used to think that games ought to be a, a physics simulation that Shh. creates, I don't know, creates yeah. fun <laughs> by virtue of the, uh, game the, feel. The, 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 the Stu Campbell belief. Yeah, yeah, one exactly. of the few Stu Campbell beliefs that, uh, mm. <laughs> that, 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 that are at least defensible. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. So, so yeah, that's, that, that's, that's one of my media. That's that my on, medium. I can't is think that of any. On that's on the Switch, Switch although yes. it's on all the consoles, and I okay. think the Switch is the worst one to oh, play it on okay, because it's an open world game, and yeah. I don't know what engine it's running on, but it has a lot of pop in. Right. Which, when you're running and you're Sonic and you're, it's really yeah. fun and you're going really fast, and suddenly there's like a thing that pops in, isn't you know? It's not like GTA San Andreas loading off of a PS2 disc bad, sure. where you crash the Harrier jump jet constantly into buildings that have only just appeared, but it is like. Um, They'll, they'll like you'll be climbing up a big thing with loads of platforms mm. and then you'll be like shit and you'll fall off but yeah. the platforms below you have like loaded out and so you can't fall on them you can't like catch yourself by landing on the platform you just fall all the way because the platforms don't load in in time for you to actually no. land on them so yeah that's Some a little bullshit. apparently on all the other consoles that aren't the switch that doesn't have that problem so there you go okay that sounds quite fun yeah it's, it's quite a fun game it's pretty good recommended fairly fairly yeah. recommended I mean, i've not really i've not really played any video games since i moved my pc into the office and started using ah, it as yeah, a work yeah. computer but yeah uh, that sounds pretty good um i was just trying to think what i've been doing this media month mm. um i've been watching andor the uh oh yeah i've heard, I've heard a lot about that Star Wars yeah, yeah. tv show yeah uh it turns out that what we needed all along for the, the star wars stuff to be good was to basically make it uh just a uh, Tony Gilroy uh, crime slash bureaucratic. Is it like drama a procedural in space? <laughs> um, no. So it, effectively, what you get is you get like you. It's it's a you, you you follow like about three or four different characters over the course of this series. Is there a Daniel Craig um, Southern Detective? There's a sort of. <laughs> uh, there is an, an extremely inept uh, or slightly too apt for his own good, but not enough to get him out of the massive fr- trouble that he gets in. Is this a Disco uh, Elysium character? thing? <laughs> <laughs> it would be funnier if it were a Disco Elysium thing, I'll be honest. Um, it's, it, you, you've got this, this sort of like small-time thief, uh, or I guess small-time, medium-time thief, hmm. Cassian Andor, who's just sort of hangs out on this backwater planet. Um, he's trying to investigate. He's trying to like find his sister because he, the, the, over the first three episodes, comes out that his sister was, or he, he was sort of part of some weird child-run tribal society on a planet that had its environment completely fucked by the Republic, actually. It wasn't the Empire ah, at that point. Yeah. Um, and then he was taken in by some uh, scavengers who... Because a bunch of his 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 his, his uh, tribe were murdered by these uh, people on a crashed ship, and then this, some scavengers come and like take him away. And he's trying to find his his sister. And mm. some security guards shake him down, and he murders them. <laughs> right. Um, he's the Casignandel signature move in this show, which is again the signature move because he's the he's the, the the sort of like cool guy from Rogue One, right? Mm. Uh, his signature move in that basically the first thing that he does is just like murder a guy, just straight up ice him, and that's basically what he does the whole show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you still like him; it's yeah. great. And then he gets drawn into the into the the resistance, and then there's some Imperial security officers trying to chase him. There's a local sort of like corporate security guard who <laughs> manages to spectacularly fuck up while trying to catch him um and then gets uh busted out of being that and he has to go go and like work and do a boring office job but he's still fixated mm-hmm. on him it's and then you've got the, the sort of the seeds of the nascent rebellion and it you got like half of it is basically this you know cassie the the the, the wild adventures of cassie and or who, who sort of is alternately like you know doing thief shit uh, doing a you know sort of a heist 
uh, being in prison, mm. uh, all, all, all this stuff. And then you've got this sort of really tense bureaucratic drama where it's just like, will the ISB supervisor be able to get the, you know, to, to, to <laughs> get the the permission she needs to go after this guy properly and, um, and, and bust him? And then you've got the, will this uh, antique dealer guy I, I be able to... That like, is, you know, when it comes so to like good. a yeah. universe like the Star Wars universe, yeah. that's the kind of yeah. thing, like specifically things that where people kind of just kind of stumble through a bunch of stuff and the idea is like the world and the, the universe is like so big and so dense yeah. that you just kind of see like this these glancing yeah. blows yeah. through all these various things and you yeah. just kind of you, you're kind of following it and it's almost farcical like the idea that you end up somewhere and then you end up here and then yeah. you end up there and like that that looks like I was just thinking about it was um What'd you call it? The first, Star Wars Episode Seven, right? Mm. Like whatever I forget what it's called. Uh, whatever it's called, Force Awakens. Force Awakens, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like how like the beginning part of that, or, like the Act One of that, is kind of that. It's like a bunch of stuff sort of falling together and becoming. Yeah. It like becomes like a heroic arc, but it doesn't really do it in like a way that's like too. Yeah. And that's obviously like one of the weaknesses of the prequels, and it's one of the weaknesses of like when you get too deep into a story. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, because it's already overdetermined by that point. You yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, you like, just have to make wrap the up path resolve, and yeah. it kind of has a little bit of that, but mostly it's just effect. It's Tony Gilroy who is like a director. And I guess he sort of mostly executive produces this, but he's sort of best known for being or producing and executive producing. He he does you know sort of uh, thrillers, like mm. bureaucratic drama, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, and. It's not really like it's not Star Wars in the Star Wars sense, in that there's no dickheads running around with lightsabers or anything like that. Mm. Nobody talks about the fucking Force. It's all just like the only real Star Warsy Star Wars bit is a characters that are in the other ones, mm. it, 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 in very different contexts, and it's all just like you know, the, the, all of the, the 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 shape and size of like the Imperial machinery mm. is really like oppressive like you really feel I mean you know the opening shot of um, Star Wars brackets 1977 mm. is you know the, the big wedge of the Star Destroyer coming yeah, in yeah, from, yeah, from yeah. above to, 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 but like it, everything feels like that there's just loads of really excellent shots of like you know just Imperial hardware like yeah. you're, you're, you're just like these guys have the, 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 the shit right like yeah. they've got the stuff yeah. and they're gonna you know they're, they're like they're the big foot that's trying to stamp and it's I don't know. It's it's just it's really, really like the most because you know it's 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 more interesting as a Star Wars product than basically any Star Wars thing I can think of uh, since you know the the, the 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 I mean to me since the prequels because I was a child and the prequels were sick mm. because I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Kids do be liking the prequels. Jar Jar really was a funnier character, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, yeah. But um, they changed it. Lucas changed yeah. him to make him less funny. Better <laughs> effect, right? But we, uh, when we were kids, yeah. it genuinely was like yeah. some real genius. But yeah, it's been yeah, wiped yeah. from yeah. the fucking. But we have been wiped from yeah. the, the I mean, I, I can't, what are they called? Yeah. What, they're, they're not called the Republic Archives. What are they the, fucking well, called? The, 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 the fucking like, the Holocron Archives. The, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the fucking the, the yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's it's it, it it manages to dodge a lot of the nonsense of the more recent Star Wars um, films by not being all about like some destiny or Jedi bullshit. It's mm-hmm. about you know material circumstance, right? It's about here is an oppressive regime doing bad things. What are people going to do about that? Mm. How does how did different you know how are people's different responses to it structured by their circumstance and personalities, etc. And then what what are the people within that like? And I think it portrays a pretty 
what feels like realistic portrait mm-hmm. of the kind of you know freaks you get running places like that you've got like the sort of you know uh, there's a, a guy called uh, i think it's major pardagas who's basically like um control from uh, he's like you know he's the he, he runs the the, the the john le carre circus you know right, he, he's yeah, like the, yeah, he's yeah. like one of those like sort of donish spy master sorts right yeah, he's yeah. like he he he's he's always you know he he's sort of very he he's running a spy ring but really he would happily be like you know smoking a pipe and you know sort of doing the tutorial the fact that he's like less invested in it gives him his kind of power right yeah and then you've got like you know the sort of the the person who's come up through the uh whatever the criminal investigation division who's like a sort of different kind of person but she she's very intense but she's also like profoundly evil and then you've got like the ghastly rent cop like like sort of you know corporate security guy who's like convinced he he believes in the mission of the of the thing more than anyone else but he can't get him to give him a job it's so good um <laughs> and it's also different from any of the other Star Wars TV shows that we've had recently because mm. they're all streaming show this feels like a tv show right right this right, wouldn't right. be out of place i mean if you take like away the, the yeah, yeah yeah exactly if you took away the star wars side of things then it could very comfortably you know it would be robbed of some bits and you know some yeah, aspects. yeah, yeah. But especially for me being a, a you know one of those people who got bitten as a child and therefore you know is is, is perpetually subject <laughs> but you 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 sort of have a um like it feels like it could be, you know, something that's on, you know, HBO. It's not like The Sopranos, but mm-hmm. it's 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 it, it's it's you know, prestige t- prestige. Ass I'm thinking TV it's style. interesting to see how yeah. all of that stuff is going to move towards like how like if you think about just like the kind of settings of where you'd have you'd have a genre and then you'd have a setting, right? So you'd have yeah. like you know, uh, detective show in you know 1950s you know, Nevada or something, yeah. right? Well, you, you just take these, like, settings and you have these, like, tropes and you kind of put them together like that. I feel like that Star Wars is just going to become a setting where sure, yeah, do, yeah, do yeah. shows because eventually they will have to, like, whether they're going to, like, quote-unquote, open it up, but they kind of already have. The fact that there are so many Star Wars things now, yeah. it seems like if you want to make a thing that's set in the Star Wars universe, it can get made without that much, like... It seems to happen quite a lot. Evidently, there's probably a thousand times more things that are trying to get made that are Star Wars that are potentially being pitched, you know. Yeah. But maybe not. Maybe they are just making a lot of stuff. And so the the idea that like all these like media properties are eventually just going to become settings for people to try to develop ideas in the same way as like you know getting the rights to a real life story about say like a famous person and then you know you write some spec script about that and try to get it like into a a thing and then that now that becomes the setting and then you might get multiple things that are like for example like all the movies that are based on kind of la in the 20s and 30s Mm. like that like aviator and then i suppose the gatsby is kind of in that but not la but you know what i mean that that particular like having party the 20s party the the, the, the the 2020 party that everyone was going to go to right like that has just become like a trope which i'm not sure it was as popular as as it was before 2010s 2000s like that yeah like the jazz age thing or specifically the kind of like um just that particular like look and vibe that just became like a thing and also it's like particular like characters and figures in that era and just drawing inspiration from them that has like a kind of like 
time a, a timeliness which can then be sort of mined for uh, in various different ways and i think that like something like star wars or lord of the rings mm, yeah. have their own sense of like timeliness or placeliness yeah. which yeah. is eventually going to become but other than like the real decade of the 1920s mm. or indeed the movie version of that decade i think presumably it's a lot more profitable because oh, you, you have say, to do yeah, a negotiation you, you, on it right yeah, and also <laughs> you've got you've got a you've got a big built-in base of people who are just going to say like oh this is yeah yeah, yeah. setting here sign me up you know yeah, like yeah you don't have that as much for like i mean maybe you do have some people who are just like i'll see anything set in the jazz age but like yeah but the yeah. thing is you could imagine that, it, that decades ago that that is something that people would be more mm. you know and it might just be that now it's like people's tastes are specific enough that it isn't just like oh i want to see a movie that's from set in the 50s because there's been quite a lot of movies set in the 50s mm. right but it's like that you want to see a movie set in the Back to the Future uh, version of the of the fifties, where, where there's like maybe you see George McFly, but then there's some other stuff going on. Like yeah. that sounds ludicrous, but probably someone will pay to see that. Yeah, I mean that's I mean? that's sort of what this like like what's what's the, like I say the Star Wars stuff is kind of uh, it's central in as much as that is the setting, but you could take out all the Star Wars mm, stuff mm. and it would all still work completely fine. Yeah, you could just replace you know the empire with generic space empire you could replace you know all of the stuff that's in there like i think this is but giving making it star wars gives it a kind of authenticity and also allows them to take the things that are just inherently a good design in star wars and not have to reinvent them just for the sake of not copying they they basically get they they get for free all the good stuff about star wars right like like this you know this the the empire ship yeah exactly yeah put that in like once every few episodes i mean there's 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 a ship that they use which is i think it was like a leftover design from uh, Chris, fuck, what was his name? The guy who did like the one, the, the uh, what? I can't remember. Is it the, the guy that name. did two thousand and one or something? Possibly. It was basically it was the guy who did like most of the ship designs and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. He, I think, he died this year. But like they they <laughs> they named the ship after him and stuff like that, and they yeah, yeah. they used one of his designs. It was really sick. That's very cool. Um, and it's basically just like a Star Wars, a Star Destroyer with like big dishes on it and stuff like that. I know. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's just this load of sick shit where you're just like, damn man, this is good. You know, that was, yeah. as I said, that's the thing which mm. like. I suppose that one of the main... Because I was actually thinking about this when it comes to, like, fantasy settings in general. And one of the main things that you want, obviously, is a sense of authenticity because fantasy itself is inherently inauthentic. And so the main number one priority for any fantasy setting is to have an authenticity to it. It's to have the greebling and the, and the like, little brushed bits of something that make it look worn. and Or, like, the the, the, the reason that, like, fant- that fantasy setting means, like, Lord of the Rings or, like, yeah. medieval slash mm. whatever, like, European... A myth whatever yeah. like the reason that it has that connotation is because that seems like a kind of it has a kind of solidity yeah and, it's, it's developed yeah it's like you're not you, you you've got all the stuff it's the reason why D aped so much of that stuff is because yeah. it's been not even thought through but like it, it it's it's coherent in a certain way hmm. that feels like it reads as real or substantial in some way doesn't yeah, it yeah, yeah. yeah and i guess star wars has the same thing right like it's it's so it's just like it it, it taps into it's, it's been able to tap into stuff right like mm. even from the first like if you watch the first three films like they're actually pretty different in a lot of ways you know oh, yeah, once yeah, you yeah. get past the first one like the, the the first one is kind of its own thing and then yeah. after that you've got like, first one is know, my favorite one Adam. yeah it's the best one yeah but like fuck the empire people like it's fine but you know but, but <laughs> you know, the people yeah. are finally coming around yeah, I mean, the, the other ones <laughs> the other it's dark Ooh, whatever um the, the, the but 
after you've got past that, like once you you get you 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 have the first three, and then you have the prequels, and then even though you've got all of the like expanded universe stuff, which does you know sort of establish a lot of stuff that that, that later gets brought in, even if you just look at those six, you have a real solid sense of like. This is the Star Wars vibe. You know, this is the Star Wars feel. Hmm. This is what it looks like. This is what it feels like. You can play with that. You can push it in certain directions. You can, yeah, you can put that. them in but a like, forest. You but, can put yeah, them on a yeah. snow planet. But like yeah. the, the, the same reason that like it, I, I, I've made this joke before and I can't remember where I got it from. I might have come up with it, but it feels too good for me to come up with it. In the same way that I could say to you that Ped-O-File is a Star Wars character name and you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> it's, it, it's sort of, it's got a rhythm to it, right? Yeah, but, yeah, like, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, There's a character in, the, in, the, in, in Andor who's called Kino Loy. Um, a plus fucking I'm not gonna that tell is... you who the stunt casting for it is but that's mm. that's it's an excellent bit of like excellent bit of Star Wars naming right yeah yeah that's, that's a Star Wars character name right yeah it's um, Kylo Ren right yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I mean, yeah all the new all the characters in the new ones they did have Star Wars names that yeah. was actually kind of my problem with Rogue One right it's mm. that I couldn't remember any of the characters names well, none of them had Dave. Star Wars names Jin Erso that was the only one and Cassian Andor now I guess because he's got his own show mm. but they, they didn't give the characters Star Wars names they gave the characters like other things names Cassian's which is fine very Star Wars, isn't yeah. it? It's like Lando. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lando Cal... Is it Calrissian? Calrissian, yeah. yeah. And the other thing that um, Andor does, and I think I've said this before, but the other thing that it does that I think is really good is that all of the references are wholly inessential and nothing hooks onto them and they're not yeah, going yeah, anywhere, yeah. they're not coming back. They're just like little things for the nerds, right? The gun that he has is the gun that Kyle Katarn has in the fucking uh, Jedi Knight and Dark Force. That is cool. That's good, That's very right? good. Like, if you're someone who played those games, you're yeah. just like, yo, wait, do I because well, I recognise as, it from as the fucking barrel. That, I was, yeah. As yeah. someone that grew yeah. up in the this era, yeah. this era of <laughs> the, 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 the era. Yeah. Hang on, I've got a. Is it actually? It's on one of these, I think. I think there's some Dark Force screenshots. Although I might be, it might just be one of those things. But yeah, like that era of like Star Wars, where yeah, it was yeah, all yeah. about the well, basically between uh, sort of the 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 Return of the Jedi, and it was basically the same as Doctor Who, right? You have yeah, all yeah, those yeah. years yeah. where it was all just it was all CD games, novels, CD ROMs, and, <laughs> and video games. And the video games were the good bit, yeah. Right, the video games were the bit that was like this feels like real Star Wars you because know, they, they, they had, had that, to. Yeah. Like, gen- generally, like the, the video games that were made about those kind of properties were the ones where it was about exploring the world like oh yeah. you've seen the movies now you get to really go into them and be immersed in the world so they had to do a good job of like filling in stuff yeah. in a way that wasn't just like you know yeah. we're going to make like another thing that's got this same uh, aesthetic on it I, I well, there's some other there's some other things in here as well oh, nice. this is part of that same oh, that's, era that's, right that's, this is is this a final unity yeah, i think it is yeah, right yeah, yeah. yeah no started playing I sh- up. I, yes, I, I was it's showing unity. this to yeah, yeah it's really yeah, good yeah, yeah. but this is the exact that we need to mid 90s era of uh, full throttle in there, uh, quake. Yeah, the the, the 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 games had. I remember actually it was a uh, it was a macadamia guy video. Um, one of his earliest ones now. where he macadamia said guy. he so we're talking about like the things that you can do with you know games, and one of the easiest things that you can do is sort of get the look, the vibe of something, right? The look and feel, the sound, the you know the, the pixelation the, yeah. or whatever. The, right? <laughs> but he was he was talking about the Ghostbusters game, which is like a bad game, but it does a good job of like what, you the, know, the original, the eighties. Oh no no no! There was a there was one like oh, okay. I think Cat were talking about that today. Cat was talking about how sure. for her the angry video, video. game nerd yeah. uh, one about Ghostbusters mm. is like the one the canonical one that sure. she thinks when she thinks about like reviewing the video games on the yeah, internet. Yeah. It's that. Because so, he did multi part. Yeah. It was multi part fucking 
Anyway, was sorry, it, carry was on. It, was it like multi-part, like five-minute bits or something like no, that? No, I think it was, it was like that he genuinely just spent loads of time wanting to... Yeah. Oh, look, that's some making of Dungeon Keeper shit. Oh, yo. You can see that the pre... Before they warp all the, all the vertices... Yeah. I don't know what I'm pointing at, but... <laughs> like, seeing Dungeon Keeper without all the vertices fucked up. That's very weird. Wild. Yeah. Damn. That's good shit. Explain what sprites are. I learned everything from this. Um, this is really good. This is my... Oh, here so we go. What is, what here is, we go. Yo, fuck, here we go. X-Wing, that's my shit. X-Wing is good. See, I will say, not just I love Dark Forces, I only had a demo disc of that. I had a whole game. Uh, of, yeah, well, the, yeah. It was one of those demo discs where it was like, it had the whole game on it and you could get to it if you were fancy. Whereas Victor uh, had both yeah. of them. X-Wing, and, versions, X-Wing and TIE Fighter, though, that yeah. was my shit. And then X-Wing versus TIE Fighter and X-Wing Alliance, my favourite. X-Wing Alliance. Which had Fucking so yeah. much, because it was, it was, it, there was loads of story nonsense in there. Um... It gave me the line, not today, bootlicker, which is still <laughs> something that I, 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 I and my family quote to each other. Very good. Um, it had some absolute banger tunes. Because this is the thing, right? Like, the, the games were Star Wars. Yeah. Because that's it, it much, much... Well, I had, I had like, a copy know, of yeah. Rebel Assault, which I think was the first Star Wars game to be on CD, CD-ROM. So it's, it's got one of those really old CD-ROM kind of vibes to it. And it was one of those games where if you, it was a DOS game, and if you played it, it was too fast. Because sure. the computer yeah. was too far. Yeah. So, and also you controlled using the mouse. If you mm. have a, you have a joystick, yeah. right, or the mouse. Yeah. And so you'd be like, whoa, trying to fly. It was like a, you're flying like a Y. I think the training mission was like a Y wing sure, or something, yeah. right? And so you'd be having to try and like learn how to fly, but it'd be going like four or eight times speed. And also oh, you'd mate. be trying to fly using the mouse. Oh, no. It's fucking impossible. But the cutscenes were quite fun. So yeah. That was that. They were like those kind of semi-animated. They weren't like FMVs. Sure. They were like art but then they've moved them out yes yes, yes. This, again this is like tie good fighter shit, shit right yeah. tie fighter again also had one of the best intros ever i think we've talked about this before we must have done mm. which is it starts off with the opening crawl again playing with the shit that feels so like elemental and, and like you know sort of things that people know right mm. you start off with the sort of the, the the big fanfare of the opening crawl and then it goes to uh being a it either goes like, up or it goes down yeah yeah, yeah. And, then, <laughs> and, then, and then it goes it goes into the imperial march it has a sick middle eight the imperial nice. march doesn't usually have have mm. bangs um it's yeah those those games are so good. oh yeah and, and like yeah and basically it's like it's not i was gonna say it's like i don't know it's like the tv version of, the, of those games it's not at all but it makes me feel the same <laughs> as those games did which is hell yeah this is star wars i was i was talking to my friend uh, to uh, james formerly of comic very formerly of uh, of comic boots mm. about this and i was i was giving out about the fact that there's a there's a podcast that, that we listen to where they've been watching the the star wars um clone wars cartoon show and they've basically like put that on hold to do weekly reviews of andor yeah yeah and they were they were talking about their they, they, that's they, what was a yeah. good vote for it being good absolutely then, right? yeah yeah they've got they've got a pretty uh, high tier Patreon uh, they're making good money on mm, that mm. and one of the one of the guys was just like talking about how he it, it was a little bit irritating because I'm just like lads wind it in like you know you don't need to be, need to be going in with a whole like you know it's my difficult job as a TV reviewer that's a part time gig for my full time gig because again Americans there is yeah. a, a lunatic lunatic the hustle, amount of money hustle never ends sloshing slush, around yeah yeah the, the thing surprise guys is yeah there's you know, insane amounts of money sloshing around in that country but the the the, the point that that he was making where which is basically that like for even though all of his all of his notes he he was talking about basically his notes and he was like for this bit I didn't you know I I, I wanted to just watch it and not take notes and I was like you just read out what your notes notes were and they're all just like let's go <laughs> but at the same time he's not wrong it yeah, was yeah, a very yeah. let's go show um, nice yeah I'm just, so, that's, I, so I'm taking that as yeah. a recommendation I then. would say maybe it's, it's something yeah. for December it's good it's good stuff it's good stuff there's my next 12, media month of the 12 episodes 
Um, it's just, yeah, bangers nonstop. Um, there hasn't... Basically, there's been no duds. Like, it's unlike... Hmm. I don't know. The Mandalorian was a very, like, Netflix-style show, right? Yeah. It was very, you know, it was filmed in the fucking volume, you know, that sort of, like, big wraparound screen thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very, like, you know, I'm sure there are lots of things that that gives you. I'm sure there are lots of things that make it easy. But, like, it It is a little bit like now George Lucas can stay seated. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) It's a little bit like that. I think it's really, really cool tech. I think it's great tech, but it is a little bit like... It's even better if you're George Lucas. It's so funny that, I mean, obviously he's not even involved anymore, but... But like the, the, the point where you like go if you watch but it's the, like, like a curse Star Wars Star has basically Wars. just been pushing forward this technology that makes it easier for George Lucas not to deal with yeah. humans yeah. Um, even in his absence it's still doing that but yeah you've, you've, they, they they're going to bring him like, back and he's going to make the movie using stable diffusion <laughs> <laughs> GPT three yeah. generates Star just, Wars. Names. He just ended. You don't in, even need yeah. GPT three to generate Star Wars names. You yeah. just need some like a few lines of JavaScript. Yeah. <laughs> like, you just you, he he enters in um, uh, a funnier character than we've ever had before to GPT, and it just feeds him like a loop of Jar Jar doing Jar Jar things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Jar Jar gifts. The I, I'm I'm trying to identify what it is about the other Star Wars shows. Cause, like the, Mandal- <laughs> the, the first, yeah, yeah. Disney yeah. bringing back George yeah. Lucas to make a new set of Star Wars TikToks <laughs> about Jar Jar Binks, like a Jar Jar Binks yes. spinoff for the kids. Well, right? it's like you've got you've and got, actually yeah. they'd probably be really good because they brought back Bob <laughs> they brought back Bob Iger recently um, right because right, right, right. basically like the, the Disney CEO who like left I think it was last year or the year before because he was like the one who like because it was ability. all uh, uh, Disney was doing badly because of COVID or something right was that yeah. to do with that I don't think so because basically was it just a I, yeah Iger had been, I think that was a coincidence because like, Iger had been really. A, a, a really strong performer and then like, he left like a couple a year or two ago and then basically like he was his he handpicked his successor and now they've dumped that guy and he's back Bob, right. Bob, Bob Iger is back maybe Damn. Um, a little bit of a trust moment it's, then. yeah <laughs> if, if, like, if they rang up trust yeah 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 yeah. If, they, if, if well, I guess if they rang up Boris Johnson and Boris Johnson would be good because apparently he was good you know for whatever value of good you can be if you're mm-hmm. running Disney mm-hmm. um, do you but, think Boris Johnson's going to run Disney <laughs> They're gonna, they're gonna. <laughs> Boris Johnson just doing his. It, it's just, what's up with this little mermaid thing? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Fett. Is that is that a dark Vader? I see. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't. I, I do. I do enjoy those other streaming shows to a greater or lesser extents, but they, they just don't feel. There's some fundamental level of like insubstantiality about them, right? Mm. Like they, the first series of The Mandalorian is good because it it has the thing that Andor does to an extent, which is that it feels quite disconnected from the the, the sort of like film mm. film esque Star Wars bits. Not enough for my money, but a bit. Whereas. Yeah. Like then they started trying to integrate it all. Whereas Andor is like feels very separate. Yeah, it is all the better for that. It's a good, it's a good show. I would mm. watch it, even if it weren't, even if it weren't a Star Wars thing. Um, Try and think of anything, any other media. Yeah. What other media? Any other media? Watched Robocop the other day. Oh, nice, good. Recommend that. Yeah, so I've seen I, it before. I was thinking by the way because I think it's something... watch Starship Troopers next. Yeah, oh, nice. I still haven't seen that. Yeah, I was just ripping through them. <laughs> I, I was, I was thinking about this. Is this like Verhoeven season or something? Uh, it's just yeah. the yeah, I guess. Yeah. It's just grouping them by direction. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> I was going to say, I, like, I feel like something that you guys do that I mm. would like to do is sort of 
program like film strands yeah, myself yeah, be like yeah. well, we're gonna have a, 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 a we haven't a done it for a while you, but... you, you had like gangster season for a yeah while, that right? was that was like... i think that was last year yeah was it? fuck me because well, the thing is when the nights start drawing in yeah. you start thinking we have to yeah. find things to do that are just yeah. sitting around and then you start like cat did a spreadsheet which was literally just like she color-coded the three months like september october november yeah december i guess four months and then we just kind of like worked out right we're gonna watch one or two films a week and we're just gonna like is just things we're going to watch and we haven't got through most of them like sure. there was quite a few for example we wanted to watch uh, The Lighthouse which I forget who directed it but it's like it's the black and white it's black and white and it's also Pattinson in and it's like, in like yeah. one to one aspect ratio I think the whole film maybe I'm just misremembering yeah. <laughs> but it seemed like I was like oh this seems like a film that's recommended also it's Robert Pattinson so you know yeah. who's Batman now or something right yeah I think so I think so I haven't seen it Batman Batman. We say Batman, Bat- um, but yeah, because you know we had some real like stormy lightning. Mm. You know we had some real like good evenings to watch a film about being on a lighthouse in a big mm. storm. But then it just didn't line up. Like oh. it w- it'd be like a big storm, but we'd be doing something else, and we're like, oh, we- it's too late. We can't watch the yeah. can't watch the lighthouse movie. We'll wait until the next big storm, and then it'd be another one. But then we wouldn't watch it. So you could have done it that week where we had like five storms. Yeah, it was exactly. like that was what, evening, that was what yeah, inspired yeah. me to put it on the list. <laughs> So yeah, and a lot of the time, if you make it too dependent on the current vibe, you can't do it. Yeah, so yeah, you have yeah. to just kind of roll, roll with it. Go with the flow. Yeah. Because Kat was like, "I want to watch something cozy," and I was like, mm, "We ha- let's let's look at what's on the list." Robocop. Nice. And then we're like, you can kind of. <laughs> I think like eighties action movies can just be cozy. Sure, hence yeah, the Die yeah, yeah, Hard yeah. thing. They're very Christmas yeah, movie. They're, they're very they're, they're comfortable in a way. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like there's no. And this was the thing that I found when I watched um, Halloween, mm. which is that it's it is it's comfy, it's scary, weirdly. but it's yeah, it's got a. It's it's got like a. I think maybe it has. Um, this there's this thing that I'm always trying to identify, right? Which is like, when are you getting like the raw, unrefined shit, and when are you getting the sort of stepped on, like down, you know, sort of handed down. The products. McDonald's Honestly, pink yeah. slime version. Yeah, everything is, everything is based on something else, right? But yeah. like, if you, I think this is the example that I used the other the other week when I was talking about this is I went to see the the. Uh, a play about Spike Milligan and they used bits where they were just doing they were just like reading Goon Show script or whatever yeah. and I was like damn this is really funny yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, I was yeah, like yeah. and it reminded me fuck this is there's a reason why like I loved that as a child and then when I like because I didn't like watch Monty Python until I was maybe like 13, 14 yeah. and I started watching that I was like this is ripe it's not that good it's just recycled. Like, because, yeah because it's yeah. effectively a lot of it is just you know sort of not exactly stepped on like obviously they were doing different stuff and pushing it in different directions but it was it, the actual like sometimes the old stuff is like raw unrefined materials but sometimes it's like the raw shit you know the raw intelligence yeah exactly and it's the same with Calvin and Hobbes and Snoopy I mean it's slightly less in that I, I, I love Calvin and Hobbes but if you go back and read um uh, peanuts mm. that's you, you again you see the it's the, it's very much the raw shit yeah it's like that it has all it's, the it stuff it's quite it's disconcerting more... when yeah when you see the thing that your original thing that you were actually mm. into was and yeah. it's like well i was into the derivative but then yeah. the derivative was better yeah but then it wasn't because it's the derivative and yeah. look because normally the original thing is the good thing mm. and then the derivative thing is the bad thing yeah. right because it's like most of the time when you make something it's not as good as the original thing but when it is better because it's bringing something new it's kind of very like i remember being as a kid and because we've often talked about this like that feeling as a kid is like when is the thing the authentic thing yes when is it yeah, like yeah. the thing versus when is it just like something that's trying to pass off being a thing like I often talk about this in, in the context of like making stuff right when is your blog like a real blog when is it like a real website or what makes it like a fake website is it if it if it's on GeoCities it's not a real website because it's not hosted in your own domain or if you make a video game is it r- real if it doesn't come on a CD with like a label on it yeah, with a publisher's yeah. I, 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 like, 
like did, logo did you in the corner, right? Seal of quality. Yeah, exactly. I right? remember Irish Sean used to talk about like when he was doing his when he did his podcast, he got a sponsor because he feels like podcasts should have you know that a is little part bit of, of the or whatever. You know? Yeah, like there are certain things where even if it's like the classifier yeah. in your brain trained yeah. to understand what makes a thing a thing, like you have to make yeah. sure it talks and walks like a duck. Yeah. Otherwise, it's not a duck. Whether right? or not the commercial, like whether or not the, the commercials matter, like that's it's a thing that people feel as though it's a it's yeah it's it, it's it's one of those things where it's like has x of y attributes is thing in the same mm. way that like i think I've, I've spoken about this before but like not to do all the i feel like i'm i'm, I'm becoming a nerd media guy which i i i, I definitely have, have have tried all to media away from nerd this. media you <laughs> but, were running yeah. away from it but but the nerd media yeah, was expanding, expanding, expanding towards like me. a kind of mount st helens situation <laughs> in the pyroclastic <laughs> <nerd laughs> we R.I.P. Yeah. people who lost their lives in the mount st helens explosion my year, year eight geography taught me a lot about that that i've since forgotten i don't know it anything very, about it other than that yeah. picture that someone took when they yeah i don't know if they died I think they probably did, did yeah. Um, when was that? Like forty years ago? Yeah, it was quite a while ago. It was eighty-two, something like that. I, anyway. I, I um, <laughs> yeah. There's. I, I was thinking about this in terms of like when you think of the thing that you think of when you think of Star Trek: The Next Generation. There's like a bunch of things, a bunch of like sort of data points mm. that you could you could look at, and like I think of grey. Sure, there's a lot of metal and grey. Yeah. <laughs> in in terms of like when you know Riker has a beard, Data has a yeah, cat. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, fucking Crusher is the doctor that you don't have the uh, what's face Dash ER isn't around Worf is a security officer blah 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 yeah. there's like a, a band of t- you know and effectively there's like a bunch of things that have to align and like that's true for maybe like X amount of episodes in like the middle of series like three and four or whatever and then yeah. like before that there's all the weird stuff where they were settling in after that they sort of go in sort of slightly weird directions with some stuff where they're like you know, trying to set up certain character things. Or it's like John Pertwee, Doctor Who. Yeah. How he's yeah. always, it's always with unit. There's always something yeah, with exactly. unit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's yeah. always either going to a quarry mm. or an old steel mill or yeah. like something or warehouse, right? Yeah. And that's it. And like, it, there's a bunch of stuff like, maybe at various points and also especially towards the end like just before Tom Baker came in yeah. where he isn't doing that but it doesn't really feel like that's the real yeah. you think like John Pertwee Doctor Who he's got that Huma bill he's Absolutely. doing Kung yeah, Fu yeah, yeah. you know Can you see yeah. um, <laughs> still got it nerd media correspondent Adam dialing in yeah so so that's the sort of that's the sort of vibe I guess it's, it's, it's like the, what what are the things where they've got that um, you know the, 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 the point is there's actually a very limited p- bit of the thing that you think about when you're thinking about a, a thing mm. the thing you're probably just thinking you're about thinking... one episode yeah yeah exactly this is what yeah, Kat was talking yeah. about of AVGN right yeah. she just thinks about yeah, yeah, the yeah, Ghostbusters yeah, yeah. thing because for some reason that was the the, the most uh, what is the word like stereotypical yeah. archetypal yeah uh, there's a better word paradigmatic yeah uh, there's a more normal word and that's it's never you can never find sure. the word can hate it i hate words i hate how they do this they make lots of words that sort of mean the same thing yeah. but they should even make them all mean exactly the same thing or make there only be one that means that thing rather than make multiple words that sort of mean the same yeah. thing blame the french yeah. and every other country that's invaded and us it's in never a weird years. word that i forget mm. you remember the weird yeah you remember the expensive words it's it's the cheap words you know yeah Maybe we should just wait until I remember it. Can I go to the loo? If yeah, wait? That, that'd be Thanks. a really good... I'll just sit here and just go through... I'll do that thing where you go... Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Yeah. Oh, it's, um, Back in a second. Hmm. Um, hmm. What is the word? What is it? What's the word?
just can't think of what the word is, I'm afraid. I, I'm still thinking, I'm still trying to think. I'm going to get the thesaurus up. I'm getting the thesaurus up on my phone to type it in. I'm going to type in archetypal. It's probably quintessential, but I don't know if that's quite it. That's a better word than the, whatever the word I was thinking of was, though. So I think we're going to go with that one. That's what we're going to go with. I've, I've typed it into a thesaurus. Nice. And I, can't, I still can't find the word, but I think uh, a better word would just be quintessential. Sure, yeah. I think that's a much better word than the one I was thinking of. Yeah, so there you go. Good. The quintessential... Uh, the next generation then is 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 like maybe three episodes. Yeah, probably. Is 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 I, I mean maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there is way more of it that you 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 think. But it, it, it's sort of the companion to my brother's theory that when you think about something, you think about like the first few episodes because they get a lot out of the way in the first few episodes. Yeah, 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 yeah. They they um, establishing the whole world yeah. and everything is often like the main part where you're getting excited about it because that's the part where you're still seeing the you know, oh, there, this exists, but you don't know what that means yet, or this particular avenue has opened up, but we haven't explored it yet, and you have this, like, kind of exploration and adventure feeling, and that's what gives you the most, like, you know, learning, whatever the learning chemical in your brain is that makes mm. you create new synapses, right? You get more of that earlier on. Yeah. And then later on, it's more like, I suppose, that's when you, like, cement your emotional bond with the sure, thing, yeah. where the thing proves to be as good as the, your early expectations were. But that isn't where the information comes in. That's you, You've already got all the information at that point. You're just building the kind of it's, payoff to it, right? It's almost like, it's almost like the like video encoding, right? Where you've mm. got like, if you've you got the iframes yeah, and the exactly. P-frames. Yeah, because yeah. you've, got, you've got the iframes which are the establishing the stuff. And it's maybe one of the things that I like about Andor is that it's changes every like three episodes or so it really changes the mm. the, the iframe i guess and it's right like, right there's no data moshing then yeah that's the problem with a lot of badly written shit it's all the mm. data moshing and the weird yeah. it cuts and someone starts <laughs> warping yeah 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 yeah, yeah but you're, you're you go cleanly from like three episodes of establishing three episodes of heist three episodes of prison or however much it is i think it's slightly slightly different to that but like you know you've got like some it, it, it's it's very clearly delineated what's the, going on because i was thinking about that a lot because like I'll, this is a very vague and sort of general thing but i was thinking a lot about like <laughs> game design <laughs> but this is it applies to like everything right it applies to all anything you're ever trying to make or do is kind of like this right which is that i've realized that the, the importance of like encapsulation and like container container like like docker right <laughs> the, the importance of like fucking you know something of, of coordinating my fucking cluster, yeah. right? <laughs> so I was listening to this podcast that they were they were talking about these guys, the, like one of the new like irritating. You said I was listening to, to this online. podcast. I thought you were going like I was listening to this, this podcast. podcast. This podcast, yeah. They, no, I, was, we were talking. They, they, they were talking about um, sense making or whatever, and uh. the way like they they played a load of clips of the of the sense making shit. And from what I could tell, it was basic. It's just it's like a dressed up version of like what we do, talking shit and making. 
overdrawing analogies. Creating a but model. Like, yeah, it, like it, doing but, a little yeah. ribbon farm yeah. right up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're, but they're like they're just talking. They 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 they, they do all sense the mate. sort of stuff Is that, that what we it's do. Called? Sense, but they, Can it, I put that on a CV? If you want, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could just say we're we're sense. Like the thing is, if sense we rebranded as sense makers, we would clean up because we're way more entertaining than any yeah, of these We make a lot more sense. Yeah, ironically, yeah. and we don't just sort of drop ev- drop things every like half an hour to go. That was really deep, man. Yeah, that's really good shit. Yeah, I think really on something. We're, we're changing, we're changing the world. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. You're you, 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 quite you good. Like you got the like fluid. Yeah, yeah. Kind of <laughs> um, yeah. No, what was I, what was I fucking saying? Yeah, about just the general the general importance of in of dividing things into kind of sectors. Like when you're designing like. Uh, video. I was thinking about video game level design because I was reading a blog post about this and I was trying to work out what is the real like out of all of these things that are good when you're designing say you know a board game that has areas you can move around or a video game that has rooms you can move from one to the other or you know that, that kind of general thing where you're trying to design a thing wherein people are trying to move between various aspects of it right most of the it, most of what it comes down to is the arrangement and connection of like containers right i was thinking about like why open world games often feel like it's bad yes. and it's because there isn't sense of like of, of, of kind of of, of individual uh, sure, yeah. uh, places that are like finite and also like um this uh, what's the word like quantized yes. right there's yeah. these 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 places that have like specific ends and like you can get into them and you can get out of them and there's like doors and in a way like that is something that we can't lost in video games when it all started becoming very like open world is that if you have a, a system where your game can only fit like a megabyte of geometry in at any one time, you have to like design a hallway, a room, a, some doors, another room, another hallway, and then an out, outdoor bit and another door. And then by the time you get through that, like you've got to reload the next bit of the level mm. or whatever. Like you can't just make this sprawling thing. So it forces you to delineate everything into these kind of sectors. In the case of like the really old fps games you literally had to delineate them into sectors to solve the the fact that you can't draw polygons unless you know where which one which ones are going to be visible right but like the idea of like it all being based on these like rooms Mm. it extends beyond like uh you know like a half-life or like a doom game where you're running around corridors it extends into the open world games because also each place that you're in like each town or each field like there's a reason why it kind of feels almost nicer to have like fields that have hedges around them yeah. because that kind of operates a bit like a room mm. or to have geographic features like uh if you look at the like 90s early noughties video games they couldn't be open world so instead they'd have like an area but with like really tall cliffs either side very often yeah so you'd be very like in zelda games in the 3d zelda games or in a lot of games really i think um i think of the like even like sort of more open worldy games still use this as a way of delineating what spaces you can explore, right? Having all this sort of you know. Of course, there was a point in the like 2010s where they had to stop including the cliffs in in the game. Mm, that was a little bit of uh, yeah. that's it, yeah. <laughs> but then <laughs> the chances were clear. <laughs> so you have all these cliffs, right? You have the cliffs, and um, the. The, the the feeling of that is that like when you, and that was obviously for a reason that was for like a limitation right mm. you were you were limited in what you could do mm. so you had to put like shit in the way of the player yeah. to, to 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 block their view of the rest of the world that wasn't really there because they couldn't show you the rest of the world because there wasn't a world there and that obviously is one of those like you know the standard design uh you know limitations breeding better design or whatever but like i think in most things whereby you have a blank open space like your number one thing you want to do is start like 
cutting it up into little subspaces. Mm. And you can think of that in any kind of situation where you have a blank page and that's your... You're going to start drawing lines on your nose now. So if you look through here, we've got yeah, like... Yeah, you know, see? It's, it's exactly... It yeah, divides yeah, it up yeah. into... If you've got a blank, that, you've like got a blank page, yeah. your, your number one thing you need to do is like draw a bunch of lines and divide it up into a finite number of sub things which you can then start sorting your ideas into right yeah. that's what that the, the essence of structure is really it's like you're writing a movie you've got three act structure you work out what yeah. things are going to go in which part or you you're right you're coming out of ideas for a story but then you have a bunch of characters and then you have a bunch of ideas and you have to assign ideas mm. to each character like okay so this is the character who's like a widow but then what if she was also this attribute and so you're just kind of putting things in boxes and i think putting things in boxes is a lot easier than like creating a thing out of whole cloth and trying to make something that's structured, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that's my wisdom of the week of uh, of everything is a doom level and you have to create little doors that open and the doors of the mind, the doors of perception are all, you have to get the key card and open them or something. <laughs> the key card get the key card. Get the, get the green key the, card. The key card for the doors well, of You've got the red key like... card, I'm afraid. I'm afraid you can't open that one. <laughs> that's like a, a Bill Bailey parody of a King Crimson song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... Amazon Alexa. Uh, apparently, the Alexa, mm. Alexa, Ale- the Alexa. Alexa the, I barely know. The, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, we have a good time. Uh, uh, um, yeah, the, the, apparently it's failed and it's going to go away or something. Mm. Something I, like I, that. I, I think I it's because I'm boring. I think I read something about this in the FT. Maybe or maybe mm. it wasn't the FT. Maybe it was they're the only people else. you can trust. Yeah, it was, it was. Although Dominic Cummings says you can't trust them. Now, yeah, well, he, I think he specifically doesn't like the political correspondence. Mm. He likes their data journalist. Uh, Thingy Burns Murdoch. Do FT do he, he dashboards? Good, they probably do a couple. Oh yeah, yeah. Put a couple, of, couple of dashboards. Uh, <laughs> they do those kind of SVG graphs where you can't copy the yes. file because it's not yeah, even. Yeah. Not even an SVG. They do some fucked up shit where you yeah. can't copy the graph. I think it's all, it's all like it. it's all HTML5 fancy canvas or something yeah. like that. Um, Web GPU. Yeah. They do some nice stuff. I don't know. Their, their data is team are, are, are pretty on it. Hmm. Um, uh, yeah. So the, I think this is the, the, the fact that basically it's very difficult to make money from those voice assistant things. You just have to run very expensive servers, was... sell people these things at low cost, and then they don't do anything that makes you money. It was, and all yeah, the yeah, spying yeah, yeah. shit doesn't really like... Comp- whatever spying shit they're doing with it doesn't really compensate for it. Do you like, think that maybe all of the targeted advertisement data sh- stuff is kind of like has gone about as far as it can go? Because there was a yeah. lot of stuff about this about how like mm-hmm. even like uh, like obviously like people were talking about how like Twitter's data architecture wasn't very good. Mm-hmm. Not that it was like bad, but just that it didn't like analytic wise. It was like quite limited in what it could do with sure. like ad reach yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and in like in, and uh, inference and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, apparently, like, that Meta's is only a little bit better than that in a lot of ways. And, like, they're like, meant to be one of the leaders. So it's, 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 they've just got a bit more data like, to go on. Yeah. Like, I mean, you could, I think the thing is, the trouble is, you can have all the data in the world, but at the end of the day, people have only got so much money, so much time, so much desire. Like, mm. you, I, I, I think that there's a, a real tendency for people to, I mean, you know, again, it's like tech mindset, right? Mm. Like, we can just keep making the line go up. But, Eventually, you're going to tap out of what's feasible to do at the moment. Like maybe you'll get some, you know, uh, horrifying new breakthrough in ad tech uh, where where you're able to, you know, just sort of beam straight into people's eyeballs hmm. um, all the ads you want all the time. But like hmm. the other thing that I guess that is 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 kind of the 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 the, the it's not even really a secret of online marketing is that it can be very good for certain things, but loads of it is just junk, hmm. right? Hmm. Like there's a there was a memorable thing that happened a while ago. Which is basically that um, I think it was it was Uber, and they discovered that like 
loads and loads and loads of the money that Uber was spending on these lads was just like I can't remember the exact details, but for some reason it was like not just not it was being it was effectively burning the money. Right, right. it was not actually doing. They didn't have a anything. dashboard yeah. to tell them this. Yeah, but they they, they they discovered that like it wasn't you know it wasn't going it wasn't doing anything. It was it was it was it was functionally negligible that you could turn it off and it didn't matter. Hmm. And the effect on what actually happened was basically zero because. You know, they've got a budget, they've got to spend it, whatever, who cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, it, so much, and I, I appreciate this. It's like is, that thing yeah. that was in that. You know, that was, that's that new magazine for the Scott Alexander people, oh, well, right? The asterisk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a piece in that that was about the, there was about the, um, uh, you know, uh, what's it called? Spending on, on missiles, on ICBMs, sure. right? Yeah. Uh, and it was like, uh, like how a lot of the stuff that we see as these, like, political moves are actually just a kind of, like, supply side kind of thing, where they just had said that they needed this many missiles, and the reason they needed this many missiles is because they needed to destroy the Russian missiles, yeah. and the Russians were increasing their missiles, so you have this arms race. Mm-hmm. But the, the, the underlying thing in the arms race is that it was basically a kind of, well, our budget is we have to spend this many missiles by the end of the year, or they'll take away our missiles, so we have to say that the Russians <laughs> have got all this stuff that we need mm-hmm. to blow up, so we need to have 4,000 missiles. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes well we need 8,000 missiles because we need to ensure that all those missiles get through so we need to so it basically just becomes this like thing where due to a a governance structure that led to the organisation of the what things were being allocated where to be split between two different organizations that weren't allowed to talk to one another one organization was essentially just meant to say these are if we if we have x number of nuclear bombs this is what we're going to use them for and the other side of the organization was not allowed to talk to that previous side and was meant to work out how many nuclear bombs were needed so you essentially got a situation where they were saying well we need this many and they were going based on the it was like a circular reasoning thing which is correct like a feedback loop right so you've got this thing where you kind of got like the you've got to spend money on this thing and you've got to spend money on this thing because it supposedly works because you're spending money on it, mm. and that's just like the rationale well, for the whole thing, right? That's the thing, right? Like, it, it, and but it's very—I I, mean—it's a sort of like an old advertiser adage is, you know, I know that I'm wasting half the money I spend. I just don't know which half, mm-hmm. right? But it's the like, idea is that the technology I, is meant to yeah. tell you which half. Yeah, <laughs> that's the whole. Yeah. That's the entire but, point. That's why it isn't like yeah. 1950s level advertising. Yeah. Right? Well, I, I mean, but what, apparently it doesn't do that. What's so interesting? Technology doesn't do anything. What's interesting to me is that I, <laughs> we've been. Well, I have, I, I've been doing advertising recently, right? We've been mm. advertising the seagull. Yeah. And it it turns out that there are certain things and certain platforms and certain ways that advertising can really work. Yeah. In in our case, it's because we're trying to achieve a very low effort outcome which is to get people to sign up for our newsletter yeah and we're basically able to just present so so if you you know you think of the the traditional advertising funnel you've got awareness yeah, yeah, yeah. at the top we're basically just trying to get awareness we're just trying to get in front of people hmm. and digital advertising is can be very effective for that you know pop a bunch of ads on facebook loads of people are going to see them there hmm. pop a bunch of ads on twitter loads of them are going to see them that maybe less so at the moment yeah um but <laughs> That's that that seems to be working fine, right? That's a that's a thing that we can do that works as as we would like it to. What's weird is that like there's there's just a lot of things beyond like beyond that because we've got a very simple input output thing, right? Mm-hmm. But you can look at the membership graph. We put the money in, it goes like that. We stop putting the money in, it sort of flattens a bit. It, it flattens a bit. Yeah. Um, so what we're you know you, clearly that is effective use of advertising money, mm-hmm. but most of the time it's nowhere near that sort of one-to-one like you can do some sort you know you can do is it very non-linear like some things will just work a lot better or and on, the other thing is it's really really difficult to understand i mean i'm just talking about work shit now right this is attribution <laughs> modeling but like the other the other trouble is it's difficult to know which things count for which part of the process right mm-hmm. so you have some some things which you know might be 
top you know top of the funnel uh things so you you spend money on display ads or whatever mm. and people see the stuff and it, they might not click on it immediately but you you're creating the touch points you know, there's this, this thing where it's just like oh there's five touch points before people convert or whatever which sounds like some bullshit that was made up by somebody who works for an yeah, yeah. advertising company but whatever is that um, some form of hurdle or some form of yeah it, well it's basically you know people with, with our every thing, time because, you are yeah. engaging in some way but not actually being a conversion yeah. that's you're a just create, it's just creating yeah it's creating like a sort of right right uh, uh, you know your sort of footprints feed, yeah, in the snow exactly whereas I mean with, with our thing I think it's a bit a little bit easier just because we're asking we're giving you something for free hmm. you know whereas if you're asking someone to buy something they might be like that's an interesting, I don't know what things, you know, an internet mattress, right? Yeah, yeah You know, yeah. let's get, well, I'll, I'll, I'll think about it maybe. And then, you know, you, you, you hear another three podcast ads or you read mm. another, you know, you see another few ads and then you come back later and then, um, you know, it, 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 you've seen it a bunch of times or mm, what have mm, you. Mm, mm. Um, but, yeah, like... like <laughs> It's what you're really trying to difficult do, to know because you've got to you've got to kind of work out what your theory of do you, it is. Do you think like news? Do you think a newsletter is, is is like a lifestyle item? Because it mm. seems like to me that it is. It's like a lifestyle thing, right? Mm. I feel like a newsletter is in a similar kind of thing as like a coffee machine or something. In that it's like here's a thing that you're going to add to your to your daily like or indeed weekly life, right? Sure. Wake up on the Monday morning and I yeah, read yeah, Seagull, yeah. right? That's now like a thing that is somehow to do with my identity because mm. I'm one of the people that reads it. Yeah. I like I know the things that are being said in it. I feel like I'm clued in in some way. But also that a lot of the reason that we like read things that aren't just like, you know, periodical things is that you kind of get like a a feeling of like, oh, I'm going to, you know, have a, going to like sit down, cuddle up with a cup of coffee and read the articles I'm interested yeah, in at yeah, the moment. Yeah, yeah. And, there, and that, that creating a specific vibe of feeling informed in whatever specific way that those articles are going to make you feel. Definitely. I feel like that's a, like a lifestyle thing. Absolutely. But then how are you, because thinking of like just spreading awareness or something like that, in what way does that like connect to the idea of actually selling someone on that this would be a good thing to actually read or subscribe to? Yeah, I guess. Because you have to, yeah, what you're yeah. pitching is uh, your life now that you read Seagull every mm. Monday morning or whenever mm. is going to be like richer and you're going to yeah. feel like more of the person you want to be. Yeah, like, that's advertising, yeah, yeah. Well, right? No, exactly. So what's you're, the you're, pitch? You're, you're trying to connect people to <laughs> what. But I mean, the, th- the thing is, we don't even really need to. Like, if I were to craft a pitch for you now, right? Mm. Like, off the top of my head, what I'd say is you're the kind of person who wants to feel like you live in a community not just you're not just anatomized yeah, 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 yeah you want to be part of things and you want to know what's going on in the in the locality but yeah. you you know other local media for whatever you know what's going on in the world you know what's going on with your friends exactly. but what about the yeah between? what about what about the, 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 the missing that, yeah the middle the, thing the, whatever. The, the city in which you live and you know for the most part people who live in brighton Live, you know, they're choosing to live here because it's heinously expensive. So, mm. you know, it's it, you're living here because you think it's a nice place to live and you want to live here. So, so, the, so the idea is to is to connect that yeah. disconnect between mm. the world that's really big and the world that's really small and yeah. the sort of medium sized world that's around you, but you might not be noticing it. Right? That's yeah. the, that's the pitch. It's 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 here is your way into a connection to the the, the community, mm. um, or you know, the sort of the broader community. Not obviously, not you know, whatever, but. I yeah I don't know I I, I think a lot of a- advertising stuff is 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 a lot of so maybe you, know, you could do it like whatever. based on information health or something right the idea that like 
focusing too much in broader or narrower things is like unhealthy and there's an un- there's a there's a lack of balance to the kind of information that most people are consuming and so the idea of something like seagull is it's meant to redress that balance yeah right? well you, you, yeah, you've got yeah. this kind of like distribution of of scales that's mm. not being flat it's, it's it's and the idea is to try and flatten that by putting something in that kind of missing bit and, and yeah because if you but then again that sort of pitch that you can only really you've got to dress that up in a way that's a bit easier to understand because that isn't the sort of thing that most people really like i mean mostly what we've been doing so far is just saying we're the seagull this is what we do and mm. people have been going that sounds good i'll mm. subscribe to that mm. and that's, it, 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 it's nice because it's like i don't i mean i want to try and do a little bit more adventurous uh what the online marketing people call creative uh, mm-hmm. which is to say adverts but actually just saying to people hey here we are this is what we do yeah yeah, yeah. people seem well, to that, like that's it. like so a sort nice, of that's like know. a sort of classic like yeah. first phase yeah like ad ad thing yeah. like I, mean, I think for like something that's going to be long running as well which seagull is now mm. i'd say it's yeah, long yeah. running because it's yeah, run yeah. yeah yeah almost yep. um like that is something where probably your first phase of that could go on for a year or two mm. and then it then it becomes a bit more complicated yeah and it's yeah, like yeah. you've kind of got a core mm. user group but then you've got to like expand that yeah so you've got to make your users do the work. <laughs> Again, you know, that's more, you, more more participation with the readers, maybe. So, no, no, we, we've in, got, a, in a year yeah, or two. We've got, maybe. we've got some yeah. Um But yeah, Alexa's, have your say, Alexa's. Pff, I know. Yeah, uh, because the, because what what Cat mm. said when we were going through these cards and coming up with the ideas for cards was, yeah. it's like an American thing, right? Mm. Like there was one person on Hacker News saying. Like, is anyone else, like, I feel like I'm the only person that doesn't want to, like, talk to a thing. I find it a bit embarrassing to do that. Yeah. Because my theory on all this is it's just a very American type of impulse to want sure. to, like, talk to all the time mm. to something, right? <laughs> to have, like, a kind of, like, computer that you talk to or whatever. I don't want to talk to a computer. I just want to have the computer, right? Mm. Like, if I'm looking up something, I don't want to have, like, a conversation with you and then I start asking the computer for, like, information. I want to be like, oh, you're chatting and I'm just, yeah. like, quickly looking yeah, yeah, up something exactly. and then, oh, oh, yeah, it was this guy or mm. Mount St. Helens was actually in 1980 and not 1982 or something like But that, like... Is that I, true? Yeah, yeah. Nice. But there you go. But I thought it was 82 <laughs> 1980 just seems too much of a round number, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, so that sort of thing, right? And... But maybe that was true, but maybe the kind of people that were like really into talking to the device were mostly just into it because it was exciting and new or into it because it was like a fun, it was like a different modality of interaction and that was like novel and there. And even if it's like uh, something that you've had for a few years now, because it's been out for at least five years, right? Yeah, I think. I think it's been about well, getting on for ten. Yeah, like the, well, ten the, years. Well, the 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 division been, the division has been around that long. I yeah, think. maybe Makes if not sense. if not the right. But I, I I don't know. I I find myself thinking that the place that I first saw them actually used really mm. was um, when I was going out with a girl who lived in Canada, so mm. basically America. No shade, sorry, I have a funny joke there. Um, <laughs> North America, like, yeah, and 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 she'd like you know in the morning she'd be like what's you know give me the news update and what's the weather and stuff like that and i was like this is weird like because i i have one of the you know i have the the, the apple ones the, the home pods yeah, yeah yeah mostly just using to control the lights occasionally well, to what, set timers this it's, is it's, the, that yeah. was the thing they were saying yeah. most people if you look at the statistics just yeah. use them to like look up what the weather is yeah set timer mm. control the lights and maybe play music yeah exactly like, that's, that's it that, right? that's pretty much it which is effectively like you could just have a speaker that's connected to bluetooth by your phone and like it would kind of do most of the same stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like you could have a, uh, you know, if you would, if you use 
you know home kit what the apple is if you've got an ipad lying around at home you can use that as your hub for your your smart home stuff yeah and you could just you know have a bunch of like bluetooth you have a sonos or whatever it is speakers kicking around like i don't it's one of those things where it's like it's a bit like it reminds me of um you know shortcuts the mm. I, oh yeah the, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Where you can make app. a little yeah. a little you can do little thing. if that's yeah. yeah it's basically like automator yeah like you know a bit more automator the automator syntax very odd it's like a text adventure game where it's sort of pseudo real yeah real language no exactly but like it's 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 one of those things where I look at that and I think man there's probably some really good stuff that I could do with that and I've before I've gone on like you know I've found like the Max Sparky list of shortcuts and the Federico Vitici that him. Yeah, I can't remember exactly what his name is. Yeah, uh, his list of shortcuts, whatever. I look at them all, and I'm just like, these seem fine. I just don't know how often I need to use them. Well, this is the thing. So the the Apple, the Apple one. I don't know if it's going to trigger because I don't think I've even got it switched on. I don't know about yours, but the 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 Apple assistant, yeah, a voice assistant. I've like. I used to use that for a while, mm. and I would, I, would, I, but it was mainly something I did when I was like, like, at, like my fat with my family. Sure. Like if I was like my grandparents' house, yeah. and I'd show them it to impress them, they'd be like, oh, "That's very interesting. That's very cool." And I did it occasionally, like to set timers and stuff. Yeah. Like if you're cooking, exactly, it yeah. can just about hear it through your pocket, so you can yeah. set a timer, and it normally gets the time right. You know, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't fuck up. So you, that's really good. You've got hands that have you know got dough on your hands, and you want to you know. Anyway, that kind of thing. But like. I think it was around the time my old phone before this started to get like quite bad with its battery. I switched that feature off mm. to save battery and it yeah. did actually save battery. It saved, I don't know, 10%, 20% battery or something. A surprising amount of battery was saved just by switching the, the listening for the thing off. And this new phone, I just haven't ever had it switched off. <coughs> And I think it's because when I got the new phone, there was loads of shit in the settings that I just switched off because I didn't like it. I just didn't like that it was in the phone. Mm. There was a bunch of, like, stuff. I tried to make it the most minimal possible phone. I switched off all the, like, extra shit. And I think maybe it's just because I don't use my phone as much as I used Mm. to. But, like, I just have never needed to switch it back on. So I just haven't... On this device, I've never even talked to the voice assistant thing even once. So... So I don't know. Yeah, just haven't used it. Yeah, I mean, and, and, but yeah, it was something yeah. I used a few years ago, so I don't yeah. know. I know. I, I think maybe also another American thing. Well, it's not an American thing. A car thing, right? Like, I just really like you're... to say Americans yeah. are like really weird. That's my new thing. If you're in a car, you know, being able to talk to the phone is useful. Yeah, you can yeah, say, yeah. Hey Siri, get buy me a new cowboy hat on Amazon or whatever it is. You know, I, I'm an American. No, it's not. So <laughs> um, that's the other thing. That's the reason you turn it off because it does that, and it's really yeah. Um, <laughs> I couldn't even say it. Um, I couldn't even say its name. Toxoplasmosis. Mm, I saw an article about toxoplasmosis. The article was about how um, it's it's well known for being the thing that that is in cat poo. Yes, and is apparently the reason why cat people get sure. not yeah. like that that uh, short story. <laughs> um, although maybe um, the the. Uh, the, the, the the, the, the sort of the, the stereotype of like the mad cat person with the 15 sure, cats yeah uh, the, the the cat being exposed to the to the cat and the the product of the cat mm. will cause uh, the parasite which lives inside the cat to go into your body sure. and then alter you on a psychological level uh, make you do things which are more conducive to the parasite uh, succeeding in its evolutionary niche which is the cat so basically people only like 
cats because they've got this was a, yeah. this is a yeah. very anti-cat person type no, I, of, I remember, I remember type of thing. but this has been a, this, this has been yeah, a thing yeah, for, yeah. for a while yeah. but the, is this the fake is well, this no, I mean, the latest casualty the thing is I don't I don't think whether that was ever actually really true yeah but it was like a thing that did affect it does affect quite a lot of people I don't think it's like super high number a surprising number of people have got that that parasite in them in some way apparently um a large number of animals do as well sure um because animals like to like you know eat poo for some reason you know it's part of their i guess it's like a kind of um what is it like yakult or whatever that stuff is it's like good bacteria <laughs> whatever Loli's actually Acti- really sick eating yogurt. too much poo recently. yeah exactly oh, this is the thing they can't stop it it's just sort of the, the the Achilles heel. This is what happens when I break, I break up my parents, and I'm just like, oh, how's Lola? How's Lola doing? And it's oh. usually just like, oh, she's been eating poo. And, but like last week, it was like, she's not very well. She's eaten too much poo. This <laughs> <laughs> so is what oh, it's like. Dear. This is what dogs are like. Like yeah. we, another friend of ours. It's very simple. Dog, when you talk about what people have been up to on Twitter. Yeah, you know? basically. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, as as Zizek said, they're eating all the time from the trash can. Uh, but but I, another another uh, friend of friend of ours. Um, also had the, basically exactly the same thing happen, mm. except the prison food that I got that through was um, they just had spent a grand at the vets to be told it's just, it's there's it's the dog's stomach is bad because he's eating too much poo. There's a, there's, um, a, there's a like all yeah. right amount. Yeah, it's good to know that you know as someone that's never eaten poo. Yeah, oh, fuck. Know. See what I just did. Yeah, see, it's the draw a line, draw a line, draw a line for it, draw a line through that. Let's draw a line through the eating poo thing. Yeah. Um, the, <laughs> but yeah, the, the apparently. Um, some research basically tracked the behaviour of... We're, we're pop science podcast. We yeah. say some research. Yeah. I've got it maybe open in a tab, nice. possibly. I don't know. Um, I'm not even going to open it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was some research. Now let's, let's open it. There's an article about Kanye West running for president. Lovely. Um, Dom's uh, Dom's uh, uh, we've got a lot big of... thing yeah 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 in. yeah. finally again, this is, again I, I, I think I, I went from ironically believing this to unironically believing that Dominic Cummings is like the dark mastermind behind the, uh, the, mm, the kind absolutely. of absolutely so this is what it says right they tracked yeah. the behaviour of, of wolves yeah. on a social level right so oh, doing it's doing, nature doing a the... website that I have done the analytics for yeah yeah there it is there it is <laughs> at the the um uh, who was it? Let's let's give them some credit. No, let's not. Uh, the people that did it tracked the behaviours of wolves, and it seemed that the wolves that were they did blood tests, presumably, right, on the wolves, and the the wolves that had uh, that that were tested positive for infection with toxoplasmos uh, toxoplasma gondii, I think, whatever it's called. Um, were the ones that were the most socially successful and the ones that were able okay. to strike out on their own and leave their, Sickness. you know, the, the entrepreneurs, basically, right? The entrepreneurial wolves, the wolves that were more aggressive, more likely to become pack leaders, more likely to reproduce. The alpha wolves, essentially, right? They were the ones that had toxoplasmosis. Mm-hmm. So Damn. Maybe I don't know what that good. means for... Anyway, I was thinking that probably in the next few years, probably, like, you're going to start to see the Silicon Valley, like, the Y Combinator. Yes. Part of the thing, it'll be, yes. like, instead of just the standard, like, getting on, you know, ADHD yeah. meds, uh, getting on modafinil, yeah. uh, getting networking with the right people... Eating raw meat. Eating raw meat, eating the Huel. No meat, eating Huel only. Would there, could you think you could do a raw meat Huel that was, like, the pink slime thing? <laughs> <laughs> I reckon that could be the next thing. Just imagine people getting their fucking nutri bullets, just cramming steak yeah, into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's time for the my meat meat smoothie once a day. Yeah, little little little, mint, little cup of mints. Anyway, yeah, the uh, 
probably that after the mince thing, after the sure, after, they'll take their toxoplasmosis, toxoplasmosis. Yeah, and then you'll be able to get really like raw aggression or whatever. We need to get ahead of this. I in the same way that I bought um, potassiumdiet.com when I started doing the uh, that's also slime on mold, time molds. Uh, isn't that on? The, isn't that the next card? Oh yes, mm. I, it, yeah. I, I need to get on. Uh, uh, toxoplasmosis toxoplasmosisdiet.com or whatever the fuck so what is the easiest way do you have to like you know get friendly with a wolf or can it be a cat or don't know we'll, we'll need to find out we'll need to we'll need to t- talk about how we uh, our, we've got our advanced lab has cultured uh, uh, the, 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 the the finest and, and most least harmful toxoplasmosis mm. uh, cultivars or whatever I, I, I'm always whenever I think about we've got a lab I always think about there was some <laughs> Service that was, I think they were doing like they were, they were, they were some like company that were providing like lab services to the police. And when they were like investigating, oh, yeah, it turned out it that was there just was just like one person like who was just like <laughs> randomly <laughs> checking boxes, like yeah. a ran- like when you do a multiple choice test, yeah. and you have to just you know you don't know what it is. Right? Yeah, it was it was very Deary funny. Me. I would Deary not like me. to be found out if I did I'm pre- that. I'm pretty sure there was a Slate Star hip hop about like the, was it? It's like some particular guy on Reddit who he really likes that like runs a supplement company, and he was just like quoting a bunch of posts on Reddit by this guy who. Like yeah. a bit of a character, yeah. And he was just like, Yeah, all the other companies, like, they're pretty good, but some of them have been like fucking us around. And there's this one, like, accredited lab that everyone really likes that turns out they're just bullshit and we don't actually trust them. It's yeah, basically, all that kind of thing. It's a very yeah. like, all right, we have a lab, yeah. I, when you look into the kind of we have a lab type person, <laughs> it's normally like some bodybuilder that's like, quote yeah, unquote, got yeah. a lab, yeah. You know? <laughs> Um, so our, our final, final card. Question. This was a card. Uh, it's in Kat's handwriting, so she takes credit for this one. Uh, does Kazakhstan actually export potassium, and is it number one? It's a good question. So this is the thing, right? Yeah. Um, whether Kazakhstan's potassium is the best in the world, and all others have inferior potassium yeah. or not, that isn't the question here. It's are they a significant contributor to the world's potassium sure. supply? Right? Yeah. Are they in the top ten? Say, yeah. right? And you, you can look this up, right? So you can look up um, this, on, on Wikipedia, yeah. right? You can look up that you know potassium, uh, you know the the production of commercial production of potassium, yeah. right? So it's a, a mining mm-hmm. uh, potassium salts such as uh, carnalite, langber. I can't read anyway. Potash, basically, yeah. right, um, is mined in Canada, mm-hmm. Russia, Belarus, Kazakhstan, very nice, Germany, Israel, United States, Jordan, and other places around the world, right? So yeah. here's the thing: there's three citations, right? Yeah. So, so this, this this statement, this sentence here, um, is basically about where they're mined. It's not. Yeah. It's not saying that these are the top ones. Yeah. Just, but just for record, if, if they're pulling out, sort of implies. You know, yeah. There's like eight here, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's three citations, right? In fact, I'm going to close all these because we'll go. We'll go from the from the beginning, right? So three yeah. citations. This is a book which I don't believe you can view inside. Sure. Maybe you can. Maybe I can get in Sci-Hub, mm. but I haven't looked. So this is a book called Potash Deposits, Processing Properties and Uses. That sounds by like... D. E. Garrett from the thir- it was uh, published in 1995, About, uh... 31st of December 1995. Yeah. So it's basically just a book about potash. Sure. Uh, it's quite an old book at this point. So maybe I this quite is... like that cover. I quite like the typesetting. It's, it's quite a, it's quite a quirky in a good way. Uh, little so you can, typeface. There are selective pages, but there aren't. I mean, the book is two hundred and seventy-seven. Pa- Free sample. <coughs> <coughs> there. Are, oh, it's quite not bad. Not bad. So um, I mean, I don't know how many pages we're going to get to see. What a surprising number. We get to see the whole... Beginning. Origin of potash deposits. Right, so it might actually say it in here. The history of potassium. Does it have the world potassium uh, production? 
This is just the chemical yeah. process by which it's isolated. And there's a lot of this. Oh, come anyway, on. That was the first yeah. half of the first chapter. So anyway, that book, unless you want to send it to, to Mem to Mem has. <laughs> Sorry, what's um, your one star review for that? <laughs> is there is there is the review? review. It oh there's no there's no, no actual, actual text. Review. I'd be I, I really want to know what why someone rated yeah, this yeah, book yeah, one yeah. star. Anyway, so um, just like there's not so enough, that, uh, that's that's the first citation for that point about sure. those being the main thing. So the second one. So it says specifically here, the second one, it says <laughs> yeah. uh, Joyce A. Ober, Mineral Commodity Summaries 2008, mm. Potash. So right. this is the Mineral Commodity Summaries document. Sure. This is some industrial... United States Geological Survey. survey yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So yeah, so this is uh, the, the National Minerals Information Centre, which I imagine is under their purview. Um, so it's 2008, they said, right? So there's Potash and there's also the... So it's this one, the Mineral Commodity mm. Summary for Potash for 2008, which is this, a PDF. So I'm going to go on here and I'm going to look at, it says here, these are the top countries. Yeah. World mine production no. of potash. United States, Belarus, Brazil, Canada, Chile, China, Germany, Israel, Jordan, Russia, Spain, Ukraine, United Kingdom, and then other countries, right? So they're all like, yeah. the other countries are rounded up to 50, I didn't actually say the production, but total world, right? So like the United Kingdom actually produces in 2006, at least, 2007, 450, is that in thousands of tonnes or something, I think? Uh, or just tonnes? <laughs> it doesn't actually... It might just be in tonnes. Yeah, it doesn't... <coughs> Excuse me. Millions of tonnes? So, anyway, yeah, whatever. It, a lot. It's the relative ton, yeah. uh, numbers we're interested in here. Yeah. So note how Kazakhstan is not on this list. <coughs> in fact, Canada appears to be the the, the number one. Yeah, Canada uh, is potassium the one, right? Or potash right now. Yeah. So if I search for Kazakhstan, yeah, it's not on there. It's not in this PDF at all. It's not mentioned. Uh, so let's look at the next citation then. Maybe this is mentions Kazakhstan. Mineral Yearbook 2006. So I'm, really, I'm really hoping that you're walking me up to Garden Path. I'm like, there's another citation and it's just a link to the to, the, to YouTube. Well, no, it's, it's, got it's like, the thing, right? It's yeah. the thing. So the, the next one, right? So this is, this is well, 2006 Mineral sure, Yearbook. Sure, it's the same, same, it's page, same sort of thing. But this yeah. is two years earlier. So maybe Kazakhstan is not featured in 2008, but it is in 2006. So here it is. It's not on here. Sure. Control F, yeah. Kazakhstan. We've got Canada. some bits from that sort of area of the world, right? We've got Belarus, we've got Ukraine, yeah, we've got Ukraine, Russia. Yeah. It's not got Kazakhstan. And I, I am almost certain that they do mine potash in in uh, Kazakhstan. I don't know how much, but probably some amount of it. There's big mining industries there. It seems yeah, like yeah, sort of yeah. thing which you could do, right? Anyway, um, so I was like, well, so this doesn't the Kazakhstan thing so I'm like I, I, me and Kat were talking about this and this is Kat brought this up and said well this is a conspiracy that someone's just put it in there because of because of Borat yeah how long has it been in there for right so I'm like I'm just at this point I'm like you know 10 minutes till the podcast starts oh, I'm just going to edit the page yeah and I'm going to put I'm just going to remove Kazakhstan <laughs> yeah and I'm just going to put a note not in citation yeah you know, need need a, need yeah. a citation for this. It's not Kazakhstan isn't cited in these. It, please provide a fourth citation that includes yeah, Kazakhstan. Yeah. And anyway, so I scroll to the top. Look, can't edit it as a as an what? anonymous user. What the conspiracy deepens, right? Okay. So something's going on here. Yeah. So anyway, this is about as far as I've got. So I went on the talk page. Here we go. And I'm looking for Kazakhstan. Not on there. Okay. It's not that on is, there. That is interesting. No one's mentioned that it. That's very curious. So. I don't know. There, I don't there is a bit at the bottom which says nutritional value of milk and chocolate, which yeah. I, is quite funny. So anyway, 
I think that the main reason that people associate Kazakhstan with potassium is that the symbol is K. Anyway, that's Damn. it. That's I was. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna really, really do me in here and be like, actually, the well, edit the came is, from before the, is, the film. We actually, and we, we, we the, could actually yeah. research this right yeah. now. Let's the week, the, it, it's because of. Let's it's, go back it's to not because of this. It's it's yeah. Oldest, oldest page. Yeah. Two thousand and two. Mm. Oh. Oh, this is the talk page history. <clears throat> Need the article history. <coughs> so the article history, oldest. 2001. 2001, pre-9-11. Damn. I mean, that's actually that's pretty cool. I like, I like this. I like this old, like, no no yeah. formatting. It's literally just a list of name, potassium, symbol, K, but group, this is, alkali metal. This is all the shit that's Christmas in that side box, right? The, you know, yeah, the yeah, ionization yeah. potentials and the <laughs> specific heat. Um... Let's just get a sampling. Yeah, there's one that's a couple of days after 9-11. Yeah, let's see if... Because well, potassium could have been used in 9-11. Yeah. If they pour water down those elevator yeah. shafts, but they were made of potassium, <laughs> because they were following odd 1970s building standards. <coughs> right. Right, here's the first one that seems to have mm. a bunch in. So it doesn't... It says... Potash is mined in California, Germany, New Mexico, Utah, and other places in the world. So that's the that's way more specific. Yeah, because it drops states in rather than so just. So this is thirty yeah. first of July two thousand two. <coughs> so let's try and get the fifth of July, March, February, right? So that's February. Doesn't mention. Doesn't mention where it's produced in February. March doesn't mention where it's produced. July doesn't mention where it's produced. So, 20, 20th of March, 2000. No, that's too, that's too new. So, yeah, at some point, 31st of July, I think. Yeah, 31st of July is when that first got added. And it didn't mention that, right? When did Borat come out? 2006. I'm just checking the, right, right. the exact date. Um, so, at, like, it was at a film festival in August, but really it was uh, November. So, so it, do, August two thousand six is the because the, the, that joke wasn't used in the Borat like pre movie. No, I don't think so. No, it was not was, in the it TV. It was just bit. in the film, right? So that's the that's um right newer yeah. probably one newer two hundred yeah. newer two fifty let's say. Which I'm pretty Although sure the number yeah. of edits probably yeah. go up quite a lot when yeah. you get to around here. I'm pretty sure that's actually the inverse of I'm, I'm, I I I don't know whether this is like the thing to say or whatever at this point. One of the things that people say about it, but mm. um. Like the thing where actually he doesn't say my wife like that in the film. Yeah, that's it's like it's an interpolation of stuff that he says in the TV, in the show, TV show. But it's not. Yeah. He doesn't even really say it like that. Like he kind of does, but not in the way that people caricature him. It's a real Jack Tinker. It's effect. when you, when you yeah. add all of the things, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, the exactly. sum yeah, of. Yeah. It's not the average yeah. of things he yeah. says. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's the sum of the things he says. Right. So what, let's let's say thirty first of July two thousand six. Right. I think somebody fucked up the page there. <laughs> Or maybe it just doesn't render anymore because they've oh, changed. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. They've just changed the way um, it all... No, we're still on California, Germany, New Mexico, Utah. Right. So that's that's 30th of July. Yeah. We're trying to do... Let's do end of... Like, first... Second of September. September. Yeah, we're uh, still on that. Yeah. So let's go to... Let's go to 3rd of October... Yeah, it still says still that. So says let's, go, let's, go, let's go forward a year then. Let's go forward a couple of years. 21st of January 2007. Sure. Let's just do the top pages. Yeah. Um, in fact, we can just 
search for no, no Kazakhstan, no. right? New two fifty. I can't believe my uh, hilarious theory that someone had done it before and then that had made it into. I really wanted it to be like that thing where they put the. Um, when Ronnie Hazelhurst died, someone edited his Wikipedia page to make it say that he'd re- written Reach by Steps. And all, <laughs> of the, all the newspaper obituaries included it. That's, That's an extremely good. like Cory Doctor well, ass thing, thing about to, the post that wasn't but, there. Yeah. That was all doing the rounds. <clears throat> that was a lot. Of, there was a lot. Oh of wow! Shit. All right, there was a lot of shit like this. Yeah, this was most people on the internet. This yeah. Time. Um. So we have proof that it was targeted by uh, by mm. the trolls. Yeah. I'm just going to keep going forward. Mm. This is quite a slow page. Turns out Media Wiki isn't isn't really, really fast. Someone has to run down the hall and grab a tape back up each time I press this button. <laughs> right. I could just search for Kazakhstan, but I feel like it's more yeah, fun. It's more fun to be slowly. Yeah. California, Germany. Wait, 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 wait. Did I go past it? It looks different. Yeah, they've moved some of the... St- oh, no, there we it's are. still here. It's in the first bit. I do like the fact that they've included Saskatchewan in there because for the first yeah, bit, they yeah, were just yeah. including various US states. And I was like... No, in America, they Can- love to yeah. list countries and US yeah. states next to each other. It's like, no, Canada had way more, you know, way more than any of you. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> well, that's... Uh, we're still on that. Yeah. Okay, fine. So it, it looks like it's a way more recent. Like it's this. When was it added? I was about to say this decade. It's not this decade anymore. It hasn't been for almost two years, two yeah. whole years, three whole years. This just um, this decade just gone. We've got to isolate this. We've See, got this to find when. Oh wow, that was that was a bit of a jump, wasn't it? Yeah, not many people interested in that. People, so the people don't. So now we're right up to, right up to the present, pretty much. Special production. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we yeah, found we yeah. found the list that we had right. pretty much without Kazakhstan, and right. that's when was that? Was that so? This is twelfth of July, twenty fourteen. Okay. Right, so we're going to keep that open, and so we're going to see which one has Kazakhstan in. No, so still not as of twenty fifteen, twenty nineteen. It's got to be right. Yeah, so, okay. So between twenty four, but in that five year yeah. period, right? So we've so it's after twenty fourteen, before twenty nineteen. So we've got to go like twenty sixteen and a half, right? Because we're going to bisect this. <laughs> Um, all the 500. It's about mid-2016. <coughs> was it before... Yeah, there was quite a big gap here. Let's do July 2016. So was it before July 2016 or was it after? No, it was after July 2016. Okay. Right, so uh, this is riveting list. Yeah. No, we're um, going to get to the bottom of this. So what? It takes us all so night. 2016 to 2019, right? Yeah. So give us like... What's halfway between? 2017, 2017 and a half. 2017 and a half. Right. Right. Uh, June. No, oh, so it's okay. after this. It's later than you think, right? So it's... <laughs> Sometime in 2018, let's yeah. say. Let's look, sort of, well, let's do May 2018. Right, oh, okay. so it was before then. So it was, let's go early 2018. 
December, 31st December 2017. Someone's up on New Year's editing yeah. the... the that's, it's, it's always interesting. But, yo, right? yo, yeah, yeah, Someone's yeah. yeah. Like, making Wikipedia slightly more Borat, <laughs> yeah. just in general. Just Right, so it's before 31st December, but after... When was it? August. Yeah. There's a lot of shit going up in <laughs> August. No. Right, so it's so after, it's that. after that. October. No. no. After October. So it's between. It it'd be really funny if it literally was that 31st so, edit. Yeah. Like, hang on. So it, it, it's in the. <clears throat> What is in the is it in? No, it's up a bit. It's it's it still it's, at the beginning. It's still at the beginning. Oh no, no, sorry, no. I'm talking show. Yeah, I don't know where it is. Hang yeah. on, uh, production. Commercial production. It's in commercial <laughs> production. So we want yeah. to look for edits for. Into, it's normally says commercial production. Yeah. So etymology, etymology. Commercial production. Here we go. Twenty second of December. I think that's it. Yeah, but it's by an anonymous. It's a bit. It's by an IP address. We've got address. their IP address. Yeah, we will find them. Yeah, they put it in. So yeah. that's the one before that. Twentieth of of December. <coughs> yes, in there, we so found it. We found it. This person. And this is the only they, edit that this IP address. I is. can give the IP address. Yeah. We're going to dox them. Yeah. Ninety four point two five four. Dot one six five full stop one four five. We're coming for so you. There we go. Whoever you are, I, make I this edit twenty second of December twenty seventh. It's five years ago, and they put the word Kazakhstan in, and it has these three citations, mm. and the one before had the same three citations. Yeah. So it was just added yeah. on on the at. Uh, at 3.27 in the afternoon on the 22nd of December 2017, they added the word Kazakhstan and the link. And no one challenged them on it. No. And it's not sourced. It's not on there. I think there we can go. all agree that that is, is based. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, folks. No, folks. <laughs>